Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What what what's new here? What are you doing, Hepe? Oh, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Oh, well, snack time. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. The official giver of the greatest snack time in the history of snack times. Thank you. I'm Al Hafe, and that is Dubs. These are your snack time phone numbers. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That is Trunks, the executive producer of The Hideout. His last night in The Hideout this week. Yes, he's uh, going back to D.C. after tonight. Uh, he is uh, manning the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman's our director, handles the talk and roll controls, responsible for the hideout page on realradio.fm. And instead of Putin, douche chilled the roan, handling your phone calls and screening them. Dutin. Uh, Dutin at 407-916-1041 and 888 where is Putin tonight? You just need a night off? No, um, I guess his uh, girlfriend said he's not spending enough time with him. And he kind of gave me that look. He's like, dude, I need some time off. He's like, why? He's like, my chick wants to spend time with me. He's <laughs> like, all right, well, I guess you got to do it then. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. But that has to be one of the worst things. You aren't around enough. I get lonely. Blah, 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 blah. Make a friend. That's what I say. You sound like you're speaking from experience. <laughs> Actually, to quote him, he said, yeah, that old rotting bitch wants me to hang out with her. Well, I'm sure they're going, they're hanging out now on their way to Denny's to get the uh, the special, the senior the discount. The Super Slam. Right. And uh, he appreciates you throwing that in there, Chunks. Uh, Dubs, a lot going on tonight. Um, have the New York Jets, it is New York Jets, isn't it? Yes. Okay, the New York... For some reason, that didn't sound right. Yeah, I wanted York, to say New Jersey Jets. Well, I think they play in New Jersey, yeah, the, or they used to. The Giants... They, Meadowlands is in New Jersey. But uh, the New York Jets, have they given false hope to uh, all the guys in the gym? There's a story I wanted to share with you. In fact, I'll go ahead and answer by saying yes, because they've given me hope. Giving you hope of being a professional football player? Uh, athlete. Athlete. I'm going to throw it out there in a second. Also, too, how do you punish today's kids? I uh, saw an article today where um, they're, they're essentially saying sending the kids to their room nowadays isn't even a punishment. It's a reward because of instant messenger and cell phones and Internet. Every kid uh, about has everything in their room they need to communicate with their friends, to watch uh, any kind of TV they want, to watch porno, to do whatever they want in their room. They don't really care if you send them to their room. And I was wondering how you got punished. I know how I got punished. I think I've talked Mm -hmm. about it on the air before. But how you got punished when you were growing up. Um, Here's one. Is Pat Robertson the worst Christian on earth? 
Well, he, I think uh, people debate e- either he's the worst or the best, depending on where you fall uh, in your in your real beliefs of what the religion means. I have a quote from him that is shocking. He's shock jocking essentially, is what he's doing. This Pat Robertson over intelligent design apparently, and what happened in Pennsylvania. Want to get to that? Also, too, some witness reactions. I guess Paris Hilton was in a car accident. And uh didn't go so well. Yeah, she uh, got in a little wreck. It, nothing big. She wasn't dead or anything. Uh, just a car accident that, uh, well, they're investigating right now, and there's some eyewitnesses. We've got some reactions from them. But, Dubs, I want to start off with talking about snack time. And the hideout snack time on Rural Radio 104.1. I also want to stay, uh, start with a mother of all thank yous. And John uh, from Pizzeria Uno's. Chicago Bar and Grill on University near campus, UCF. John and a topper out there just hooked us up beyond hooking up. John, yeah. you there? Yeah, I'm here. Dude, thank you so much. You made this the greatest snack time in the history of Clear Channel. Yeah, the Uno over Did on it University. Go well? oh, oh, people loved it. Amazingly well. That's awesome. I'm glad everybody uh, got their fill of Uno's pizza. It was uh, it was very very good. You guys hooked us up with the Chicago style, like the deep dish. And he gave us everything from the numero uno to cheese, which, by the way, uh, all of us in the Green Monster dubs as a van on the way back. We all ate a, an entire pizza. <laughs> uh, on our, we couldn't we couldn't deal with it uh, yeah. on the way back to the compound. Just, uh, the the great smell of the Uno's pizza was filling my van, and we uh, had to break one of the boxes open to eat it. Here's the thing, and I genuinely mean this, and I have Uno's to thank for us, and because of this, they're always going to be like near and dear to our hearts. I feel like we've kind of been outcasts here in the compound. Uh-oh. New guys, it's just, you know, it's taken a little while. Yeah, we're trying to form well, relationships. And people didn't know what to expect from our snack time, especially the way we'd been talking about it for the past two days. And when people got to the, the snack time here, the morale builder uh, for the compound, people were in, in shock and awe. Because of the pizza, because of the beer, there were so many different varieties of pizza. People didn't know what to do. And they were like, you guys went and got the good pizza. Yeah, they were like, this ain't uh, the regular pizza where you go uh, buy a slice from a regular place. This is the good stuff. This is the good stuff, the Uno stuff. So we just we can't thank you guys enough, man. We seriously. Over on University. Yeah, you. Not a problem, guys. But you are the new show. Consider uh, Uno's a friend of the hideout. I appreciate that. Again, that's 11 to 633 University Boulevard next to the residents in in, uh, in Orlando, right there near, uh, near campus at UCF. And the good thing about this Pizza Uno's, too, is that it's not just the pizza. They got the steaks. Well, they just uh, got a new menu over there. He was uh, showing us through that. And they got a full bar, which is a blast. So thank you again, John, over there at Uno's. Thank man. you, guys. If you ever need anything, just let me know. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you're going to regret saying that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, buddy. All right, bye-bye. Se- I mean, seriously, they helped us get over. Yeah. And, um... And, and and it's funny, because to us, it was a bit of a no-brainer to bring over the food to the Phillips file. Yeah, like, uh, we thought that would be the normal thing to do. And uh, I guess it never occurred to people that there's people on the air right now, and they can't get food. They can't leave uh, the studio to run over to snack time and wait in that line. Yeah, they're doing a show. Of yeah, course so, not. So, of course, you, uh, you bring the food to the people on the air. Now, um, I will say this, though. Now, now that we've gotten all the lovey-dovey stuff mm-hmm. about snack time out of the way, let's talk about the uh, the pain part, the bad part of it. Well, the thing is, uh, we got here to Clear Channel with the pizzas and everything. Because it's right, 
right at 4, and uh, snack time was supposed to start at 4. So we were running upstairs with the pizzas and everything, trying to set them up, and the uh, the conference room where snack time is held was not set up for any kind of food consumption, so we had to take all the tables, get them out of the way, uh, put the chairs all in order and everything. And there were about 8 to 10 people just uh, pacing right outside the door, waiting for us to open the uh, the doors for snack time. Actually, one guy peeked his head in, and the whole time I'm I'm looking at him, and I'm saying, "Happy, hey, look at these vultures, these sons of bitches." I'm I, and finally one of the guys peeked his head in, and I snapped on him. What was your exact words? Get your I'm, face out of here. <laughs> I don't think it was that harsh. I said, "No, whatever you said was pretty intense. I was well, surprised. I had intense inflection. It wasn't intense words. Um, I said." Back off. Back off. We'll open the door when we're ready. That's yeah. what I said. Dubs is yelling at the guy. The poor guy who wants to eat from, like, he's a sales assistant, I'm sure. Back off, then. The doors aren't open. Would you open the doors to uh, uh, some kind of store that wasn't open yet? No. Yeah, it was like they were the people lined up outside of the Walmart to get the new Furby. Well, yeah, they're, they're lined up on, uh, what's it called, Black Friday, the uh, the big uh, shopping day. Right which after is next, Thanksgiving. Which is like two weeks from tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And actually, people have already, uh, like Walmart and everything, has already released their their sales for Black Friday. I've heard, too, that this uh, the, the, the Christmas thing essentially starts now after Halloween. Yeah. Oh, if you go to any of these stores now, they got all the Halloween stuff ready for you to buy. Oh, the Christmas stuff, you mean? Yeah, the Christmas stuff. Right. Uh, it's a hideout row radio, 104.1, So you're yelling at sales assistants mm-hmm. to back off. Well, they, what am I supposed to do? I, I worked in a pizza place for a while, and what we did, we had a, a door on the on the pizza place and this big uh, fold-up thing to go across like the uh, main counter so people can't see what we're doing when we're uh, getting the place ready and everything, we'd have people prying that thing open and looking in to see how close we were to being ready, and it was the most annoying thing ever. It took me right back to working at a pizza place and being annoyed by the, the customers. Uh, you know what it took me back to? I've uh, There's something about free stuff that brings out the worst in humanity. Yeah. Okay? So um, when I was in Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, before I actually worked with you in, uh, in Lansing, I worked for the Detroit Lions radio network, and I would go out to the Silverdome when they were still playing at the Silverdome, and we'd do the uh, pregame show from out there, and I was in promotions at the time, and we would set up this entire table of Lions swag. I mean, and it was good stuff. We'd have, like, pennants and keychains with all the free. radio station, all free. And it drove me insane because um, the worst duty you could pull on that was restocking all of the promotional gear. So you would see people walk by and grab not one pennant. Oh, yeah. But, like, five. They'd go, well, I need this one for me and this, these two for the kids and this one for Uncle Larry. And then I'm going to do... I even heard this a couple times. I'm going to mail this one off as a Christmas gift. And they'd walk off with, like, five or six pennants. Mm-hmm. In their hands. No one has any respect for the people behind them, and uh, if anybody else wants anything, you know, grab a pen, grab a pen, grab a keychain, grab whatever you want, but just grab something for yourself. If someone else wants something, they can come to the table and get that themselves as well, because what you're doing there, you're trying to get people to come up and uh, 
see the radio station and see, you know. Just and, and you're promoting the lines and you're promoting the radio station. Yeah, exactly. So you don't want everything just to be sent out by by dad, you know. You want all the people coming up. And so I even have this thing now, and I don't know about you, where I will, I'm very hesitant on taking free things, like when they're out there and it's free. Oh, no, I've, I've been annoyed so many times by people taking free stuff that I feel like I have some annoying to give. I've, uh, I've, you know, kind of went through it, so I have a license to annoy. Yeah, see, I can't do that stuff. And it always amazes me when people do but it. I would never grab more than one thing, but I'll grab free stuff. Like, I don't mind. I love the fact that people want to wear the hideout T-shirts. In fact, it's like an honor. Mm-hmm. But when it's like, it's not enough that I got one, even two T-shirts, is there any way you give me four? Well, I guess I could... But, I mean, the whole the, point the, is to give it to people who are there. Yeah, give it to uh, everybody who needs one, not give one person four shirts. Right, exactly. 407 And so it was just very interesting and like, this whole culture of now, after the way we've behaved the last two days on the air mm-hmm. and hating snack time and everything, and now that we actually got it out of the way, because I don't know if you realize at home how big a deal this was. Um, do you feel better? Do you feel like we did okay? Yeah, I feel like we did great. I think uh, everybody would. I mean, the one thing was uh, we did, we got there so late and we we're running on such a. Uh, we we opened the doors 15 minutes late for the thing, and the beer wasn't completely cold. That's it's, the only thing I think was right, wrong. Here's what else pisses me off about free stuff. You're getting free pizza, badass pizza from Pizza Uno's. Also, we got wings from Buffalo Wild Wings. Thank you to them. Yeah. And you're having free beer. And free soda, like Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And people still find things to bitch about. Uh, beer's where, a little warm. Beer's a little warm. Uh, where are the plates? Uh, There's napkins. Uh, yeah. It's, it's pizza and wings. What do you need a plate for? Uh, how come there isn't any music? I'm not going to name any names. But I saw people walking out with full boxes of pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, XL. Well, I told Excel they could because they were taking it to a whole... Did I? No, I told the news station. No, that was 540 you said. it's okay. And that's the other thing, too. No matter what, no matter what you do, people will always find something to bitch about. And so will we. So, uh... And here's what we're going to do. We're going to go around to all the future snack times and say not as good as ours. Well, what we're going to do... We're going to write a review on every single snack time and bring it on the air. And put it on realradio.fm, too. Mm-hmm. We're going to, how about this? How about we start a uh, snack time catering business, since we're so good at it? No, I never want to go through that again. Driving all over the place. Oh, and then get this. Can we talk about this? We talked about how snack time was an elementary school thing. Apparently, we have a school play to do. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a uh, actor. I can't. Memorize Now, lines. from what I hear, it's one of the coolest things. We're real radio. We go to the Hard Rock. We do a Christmas Carol. Yeah, but I was uh, I was a little taken back by it. I didn't know. I find out I'm dressed in a turkey costume. <laughs> I was telling Dubs, we're like the kids in high school that sit in the back of the room <laughs> that nobody can get through to. That just don't give a damn about anything. That they'll, they'll be mean all the time. Don't you realize this is going on your permanent record? Yes. This will follow you forever. Like anybody's brought up the time I was kicked out of class in the fourth grade. Whatever. The one time I got swats when I was uh, 
Yeah, second grader for throwing ice. <laughs> and actually, I was throwing ice uh, when we were going back from uh, lunch. And the principal just pulled me over right there. Like in the middle of walking back outside of class and just hit me there. <laughs> huh. The principal hit you? Oh, yeah. yeah. You weren't in a school where the hitting was allowed for a while? No. They got rid of it pretty quick after uh, I started school. But, yeah, it was... It was uh, instituted pretty well. I'm sitting there. I'm holding the door open for the cafeteria for like classes and go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I pick up the ice and I start throwing at the kids who are walking by. And the principal sees me, pulls over and like grabs my. You know the whole thing where you pull the arm up and mm-hmm. then hit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah, that was the only that was the only punishment I ever got in school. We got in trouble for uh, throwing these like wood blocks in uh, in shop class and our teacher beat our, beat our ass. But he was. He was known for if you take that class, you have a chance of getting your ass kicked by his teacher. And this is, I think, my sophomore year of high school. Right, by the teachers, a whole it's a whole different thing. Principal can it has the authority to swat. You're not a teacher. But everybody liked it. Everybody's like, "Yeah, Mr. Rayner beat my ass today," and was laughing <laughs> about it afterwards. He'd grab you by the neck and just start hitting the back of your head. What the hell? Over and over again. What, you know, while you were doing things to him? No. Oh. Yeah, just paintbrushing us while we're giving him moral treats. Matt, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What's up, Matt? Gentlemen, a fine evening to you all. Yeah, buddy. Hate to disrupt your conversation about corporal punishment, but uh figured I'd chime in with my two cents about the Christmas carol. Yeah. yeah. So, being an avid real radio listener for like the past 12, 13 years or whatever, this is what I've surmised from... Uh, the Christmas Carol. It, you, you guys go down, you tape it, you have your parts, and then it airs like a week or two later. And it's one of those things when you're driving home and it's dark outside and it's kind of cold. It's like a yearly tradition. You listen to everybody read their part through the Carol. Hmm. But internally with you guys, um, it's it's. I'm not saying it's it, it 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 it's like an unwritten law. You have to be with the program. You have to show the team spirit. Otherwise, you kind of get on the outs with the rest of the people you work with. Case in point, there's a whole lot of producers and interns that aren't really, they ha- they either didn't advance with the company or they moved on to other things, whereas the people that embrace the Christmas Carol, guys like Shannon Burke, who at first was a little hard to get used to, after he did the Christmas Carol, people were more welcome to listen so, to his show and stuff like that. So this kind of uh, Christmas Carol is kind of a rite of passage where it, once all... once we uh, do it, we've got like you know kind of like the nod. Yeah, Everybody's... and here's uh, here's what's odd about it too. I'm the only one on the show with the speaking role apparently. Well, that's good. The rest, uh, yeah. of us, the rest of us have terrible voices. They were smart to do that because we would just start screwing around and cussing. No, we wouldn't start cussing or anything like that. It's a, it's a family thing. I would. You're an animal. John, you're in the hideout on Rover Radio. What up, John? Nothing, man. What's happening? You guys were talking about uh, what you guys used to do in high school. Right. Yeah, we had this teacher named uh, Bishop Moore at a Catholic school. And if he ever told us he was giving us a bad grade, we would just scream at him that we were going to kick him in the balls, and then we used to play Frisbee in his class. Well, all right, see, now that sounds like the most... Right, I, got... I, had a, I had a teacher, Mr. Day. Uh, he would tell a bad joke every uh, the first uh, start of every class, and I would throw a pencil at him and tell him to shut up after every one of them. All right, you know what? I'm going to take a break and come back. One of the worst things we ever did to a teacher, I'll tell you next. I felt awful because he was the nicest guy 
maybe in the world. 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, somebody's on the line, too, that says that they kicked your ass last night in online poker, Dubs. I don't play online poker. Well, we'll find <laughs> out. Apparently you do. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. The Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Thursday night. Come on into the Hideout. A lot of stuff on the table. Uh, just getting rolling on this Thursday. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We had our snack time. It went very well. Jay says, stop complaining, you whores. You got them there, didn't you, about the free stuff. And then he called us ass wipes. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm not sure what that was about. And then Sam says, uh, guys, I know I'm not going to ask you for a T-shirt or three or anything like that. However, I have to get my car repaired um, at the first of next week. And I was just wondering, because I'm a very loyal fan of the hideout, if I can borrow one of your cars. You guys can keep the T-shirts. Yeah, Chunks, uh, we'll let you borrow the pink monster. If you want it, it's all yours. <laughs> Seriously. He's going out of town. He doesn't need it. Rob in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? Hey, guys. What you got, buddy? Did you happen to listen to Jim Phillips today at all? And, oh, yeah. Uh, catch him. Uh, he was giving you guys props on bringing him up uh, snack time stuff. Yeah, and uh, we, we talked about that. We thought that was uh, a, a normal thing for uh, the, the shows to do. We didn't know that he never got any of the food from yeah. snack time before. We, we were quite amazed by that, actually. The biggest, now, and the other thing is now about the Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. you know that's his baby. Yeah. And I'm telling you what. Uh, I, you know, you guys talk about, uh, Chunks talk about, uh, you know, cuss and all this stuff. Well, <laughs> he's an idiot. It's a, it's a real serious thing to them, and it's, it's really, you get closer to Christmas time, you're going to get in the spirit of the thing. And, and actually, when I hear about it, it's actually one of the cooler events. Like, yeah, everyone's, ex- really is. everyone's excited, um, that it's, uh, something cool, and I'm, I'm glad that we're doing something. I'm glad I, I got a speaking th- role. The first couple of years that they had it, I, you, you tuned in just to listen. Okay, who's going to be the cut-up this year? And I think everybody was kind of like afraid to make anything with Jim, you know, get on his, you know, the bad side of Jim. So right. They, everybody was real straight. And all of a sudden, you know, they started listening to the overall production of the thing. It was like, hey, that is really cool. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited about it. I know that uh, Catherine, our PD, said she had the tape, and she's going to uh, show it to us so we have an idea of what to expect. Well, yeah. yeah, you'll see what I mean, because it really is. It, it is, comes off really nice on the radio, and it's just, You'll enjoy it. I, um, like I say, get closer to the spirit of Christmas, and uh, it'll really catch on to you. Well, so. we'll be there. Hey, thank you, Rob. Appreciate See it, you, buddy. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. All right, we'll get to those high school stories in a second. I'll tell you my high school story too. Let's go to Who's It though? Titusville says that he played you dubs last night in online poker. Hey, you. What up, dope? What happened? So last night I'm sitting on the computer playing online poker, and some dude shows up called I M J Dub. And you guys played? Yeah. How much? At a how much? Table you, of like ten people on there. How much you take him for? Uh, well, he was talking a little smack about you know he he's gonna beat me and all this, and about four hands later he went all in and I wiped him out. All right, here's the thing though too, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this now for the first time on the air. Uh, Dubs' chick doesn't know this, but he's actually spending a lot of money doing online poker at night. Oh, trust me. She knows where every single penny is. There's nothing getting by her. There's no way I could play online poker. Uh, yeah, I guess that, was, that wasn't Dubs, but um, that is funny, though. Wasn't him. Well, I asked him a few questions about where he was from, and he seems to know you guys. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> he, uh, 
He got one over on me then. All right, that's even funny. All right, hey, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for nope. the phone call. Yeah, I've always had that where people either use my name online or something. I know uh, when we were working in uh, D.C., uh, one of like uh, the competitive uh, rock station from the talk station we were at, D.C. 101, uh, the, their morning show, Elliot in the Morning, was doing a scavenger hunt, and one of the uh, teams on the scavenger hunt, I heard them go through like the team names and everything, and one of them was J-Dub's Hemorrhoid. Get out of here. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, douche chill. You think it's a hideout heretic Jose pretending to be Dubs uh, playing poker? This out, this came out last night at the end of the show. We have one of the heretics, one of the hardcore fans of the hideout, who's going around pretending to be me at iBar dancing with dudes. And so it quite possibly could have been him. You know, I don't know who this Jose is that you speak of, but I think he may be your Tyler Durden. I think that, you know, you just... Why is my Tyler Durden so much fatter than me? <laughs> well, that's sometimes you want to get a little fatter. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. No, if I had a Tyler Durden, it would look like Brad Pitt. I don't know if that's a gay thing and you uh, have some kind of man crush. I'm not, you know, trying to judge you right now. I'm, all I'm saying is, Jose El Jefe, I mean, it's just so, it's right there. It is amazingly similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, here's the thing. All right, real fast about... Um, it's both uh, Cuban, now, I Now, everybody says it was probably a heretic Jose. Even hideout rednecks starting to agree. All right, so in high school, or even in, like, middle school, we're talking about stuff like... It started off with us talking about when we got spanked, but then, too, you and I were talking about, like, stuff we would do to teachers. There was this teacher we had, and I'm going to say it was a seventh grade. We had him for the sixth and seventh grade, maybe seventh and eighth mm-hmm. grade at Truman Middle School, Mr. Hobbs. He was a giant. He was, like, six foot eight, but he's one of those giants that didn't have an athletic bone in his body. He was a redhead. He'd wear the he'd wear like the goofy, a ginger kid. Yeah, he'd wear the goofiest like clothes. Wear his uh, his pants all the way up to his boobies, like that kind of dude. Just your ultimate math nerd. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it was we did, but we're sitting there in class and we're just giving him a hard time, and we make him cry. And so here's a six foot eight grown man <laughs> crying in math class. And we didn't know what to do at that point, because we'd give him hell constantly. Mo. I mean, it, he was one of these guys, he was a real good Christian guy, and was just, he seemed like a real... What really, did I do? I just try to teach you guys long division, and... That's exactly what it was. He was like, why do you guys hate me? What could I have possibly done? And I a, know all the, every number of pi, and I when just a, do what I do. And when a grown man is doing that, you feel maybe the worst you could ever feel in life. And you're just thinking, how can I make it stop? How can I make it stop? At that point, that's what you think. But afterwards, when you guys are calling each other after uh, after school, you're laughing your ass off. Did you see that big red bastard, that big cran apple, just bawling? Now, here's the worst part about it. His son uh, was one of my better friends. In high school. And the poor son caught so much flack constantly <laughs> about us making his daddy cry when we were in middle school. <laughs> Gwen in Melbourne, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Gwen? Hello, hideout. Thank you for bringing up this topic. I've uh-huh. had a really cruddy day, but the best memories I have of junior high, Miami Palmetto Junior High School. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a PE teacher, and she sounds very much like your math teacher. Um, very tall and lanky. She was very competitive, and I happened to be pretty athletic. And I did things like, you know, they'd hang up uh, Christmas stockings, mm-hmm. and I'd put Gaines burgers in hers, <laughs> or, 
or we'd be playing softball, and I'd say, oh, I'll go collect the softballs out in the field, and I'd aim and hit her right in the back of the head. Oh, my God. Or, you know that uh, standing broad jump or whatever you call it? You know, you'd stand at a line, and then you'd try and see how far you could jump. Just a, yeah. Long jump, yeah. Well, you're not, well you, you, were, you do stand. It's, a, it's a, just a standing jump. You exactly. You're you running for it. Okay. Precisely. She wore real tight shorts. <laughs> and so I would ask her, I'd say, come on, Miss Paget, let's go. She'd rip her shorts, and she fell for it at least once a month. And you guys knew that you'd be able to get her to tear her shorts. Oh, yeah. And the only other one I want to share with you is when we had the final exam, mm-hmm. I told everybody, you know, we had the desks where the tabletop had a, it was just a tabletop with a bar on one side. And I told everybody, I said, let's play go-karts. And we just held back on the, on the desk and just started ramming each other just everywhere. I, that sounds like you were almost more of a degenerate than us, Gwen. Did you have the one teacher that you didn't mess with? Um, There's no way in hell you messed with them because you know you're about to get an ass whooping if you... Uh... Coach Benford. Coach Benford was the basketball coach and he was a football coach. He was a he was a guy who was six five, like two forty, and mm-hmm. ripped. And you would never ever mess with Coach Benford. Yeah, we had uh, uh, Mr. Smith, and he uh, when we were in middle school, he was coaching high school uh, JV football, and we were in his middle school science class. Every Thursday was the JV game. You hope to God that JV won, because if you if they didn't, Friday was hell. If they did. Free day. Why was it, too, that coaches were the worst teachers on earth? Uh, freshman year, my my baseball coach, Coach Gardner, mm-hmm. he was a varsity coach, and uh, I had him for history in the ninth grade. On game day, he would show John Wayne movies and make out the lineup. <laughs> and then he would ask me, because I was on the baseball team, who should be hitting where? And I'm like, shouldn't we be learning something about history? Well, yeah, this that- is, I actually said that, and he goes, uh, this is history, this is John Wayne. The funny thing is, they always give them a pretty important class. Like, our wrestling coach was uh, government in American history. Uh, you know, like, the baseball coach was... Well, the baseball coach only did journalism and uh, psych and sociality. But, and, you know, they always had pretty important classes, except for, like, the P.E. class. Right. Robert in Daytona Beach, you're in the Hyatt. I don't know where ready. What's up, Rob? What's up, man? What you got? Uh, oh, uh... About a few years ago, I was uh, in high school over here in Port Orange, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a new teacher coming in, and you know he wanted to show us a, a few uh, educational videos. So uh, me and my friends thought it'd be funny if we uh, switched the tape out with some porno right before class started. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on. So uh, you know he's he's going up. He's like you know we're gonna learn about I forget what it was that day, and he's he's you know he's going up, turns on the TV, hits play, walks back to his desk, sits down, starts looking at the computer. All of a sudden, you just see these people going at it left and right. <laughs> oh, money shops everywhere. Oh, my he God. Flips, he flips out. He's like, oh, oh my gosh, what, what, what's going on? And he jumps up, tries to jump in front of the TV screen, doesn't even think to push the stop button. <laughs> yeah. he, just, he just jumps up and tries to cover it all with cover his hands. Cover it with his hands and his hat or whatever he's just, doing. Just covering the naughty parts. All right, we gotta take a break. I love. I did the twi- actually. I did the uh, the tape switch thing before too. Really? But with uh, Saturday Night Fever, and I had it queued up right to where it's John Travolta's just crotch, and he's walking down the street. <laughs> so right when he hit play to show Roots, 
It's just no. It was John, supposed to be rude. It's John Travolta's crotch, and he's just walking down there. Alright, 407-916-104. Matt Albert gave me a great one. I'll tell you that one. More of these high school stories, the way you used to get over on your on your teachers. I've even considered being a substitute here in town. No way. I think Substitute's I could, the worst. I think I could do it. Who's going to mess with me? Kids are bastards, man. It's the Hideout Room Radio 104.1. Epic. You, you, you again are one of those guys I want on my team that knows a, an idea guy. The one time I ever saw a uh, teacher cry in our class, um, her husband committed suicide. Aww. And she was gone for like uh, two months. She finally comes back, and she's not really still in the mood to teach. So she decides to throw it out. All right, uh, today we'll let you guys play a group game. What do you guys want to play? No. Dumbass friend stands up and says, no. Hangman. <laughs> she busts out crying, gone for another month. Who did that? Was it BJ? No, it wasn't BJ. I'm trying to remember the name of who did it. Steve? No. I think it was a kid younger than me. Hangman. Who has the cojones <laughs> to do that? Seriously, this girl, this teacher was a major bitch before she left. I I can see why the uh, the husband committed suicide, having to live with her. Oh, still though, no one deserves that. <laughs> the hangman, goof. And it was hanging how he killed himself too. Oh come on, you're awful. Smack Daddy in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What up, brother? How's it going tonight, guys? All right. Hey, this uh, we had this guy when I was in high school. He was about. Six foot six and weighed about 250 pounds. I mean, he was a gorilla. Right. And had been kicked out of every school in the district and everything. And this was his senior year. He was hell bent on uh, graduating. He was 23 years old. <laughs> uh, first day of uh, school in the senior year, a trigonometry class. And here the teacher is standing at the door greeting every, all the students as they come in. And this big giant walks past her and smiles and reaches down and pats her on the ass and said, nice. <laughs> so uh, needless to say, she sends him to the principal's office. Now, our assistant principal, who was the one that administered all the swats, was about, oh, five foot two and weighed 100 pounds soaking wet. Oh, no. And there's like a thousand guys and, and girls and everything out, because this was a big school, stand out in front waiting to hear George get his swats. Because the assistant principal had one of these little uh, razor straps, and that's what he used on you. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a whole bunch of people standing out there. Man, George comes walking down the sidewalk with a big old grin on his face and goes in the principal's office door, and we're waiting to hear him get his ass whipped. And all of a sudden, a, a fight breaks out in the, in, in the principal's office, and boom, the door pops open, and here comes George out with the principal up under his arm with his legs kicking in the front of him. And he's got the principal's uh, uh, razor strap wearing his ass out. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's awesome. He's around, and everybody's hollering, hit him again, George. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Smack Daddy. <laughs> All right, I got two more calls, and we'll go to a break. I got to get to these real fast. Because then I want to talk about punishments, because I told you I want to talk about punishments. Mm -hmm. That's That kind of ties in there. Brian in Orlando, real fast. What's your story, bro? All right, man. Uh, when I was in earth-based science in ninth grade, uh, one of my best friends, he was a real shy, real quiet guy, never said anything, never participated in class. And about halfway through the year, this creepy science teacher, he starts the lesson in the beginning of the day, and he's got his zipper down. And not only down, it's open. I mean, you can see his underwear. It was hilarious. So 
Daniel raises his hands, and everybody's like, whoa. And he felt, you know, so nice. Oh, my God, Daniel's raised his hand. Yes, Daniel, what is it? And he just looks at him and goes, Mr. Stewart, do you have a license to sell hot dogs? Like that, man. Everybody goes nuts, <laughs> pointing at him, laughing. Like, he goes in the back room, comes out like 10 minutes later. Never, ever said a word about it, but uh, that was like the one time my buddy participated. You know what? And thank you, Brady. That reminds me of a story. Eighth grade English, honors English, Miss Stanton. Mm-hmm. Bitch. Just a bitch. And the whole class, she had her zipper down. And you could tell she wasn't into grooming. All right? Well, just oh. say that. All right? It, and so oh. and so the whole time, we're laughing and giggling and we're making, it smells like tuna in here. Why, the, you know, the fish jokes. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, someone does it back to back. It smells like tuna. Oh, Miss Stanton has her zipper down. <laughs> and she runs out of there. And she's one of these cold-hearted ladies. It looks like a ten-point buck with a, with a gash in it. It's awful. <laughs> Just awful. All right, last call on this one. We're going, I want to get into the other thing that we were going to talk about. Marcus Maitland, what do you have, buddy? What's going on, guys? Yo, do As quick as I can, I was going to school at uh, Florida Air Academy down in uh, Melbourne, and my guy, Jason, he was like the high school dealer. Ended up, we had chow hall where everybody met for, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And all the teachers and the commandant and everybody shared the coffee pots for the teacher section of the chow hall. Uh, come, like, first period, he told me to watch. We're going to have a day off. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? Ended up, he ended up squirting LSD in all the teachers' coffee pots. Oh. Come 10 o'clock in the morning, there was only three teachers left in the whole school. All the rest of them were at the hospitals. Oh, my God. All right, thank you. That's that's, that's little, bad. That's a little over. Yeah, uh, my my friend one time, uh, he had uh, the shroom chocolates, and uh, he left them in his room because, uh, there's a, you know, he bought the chocolates that have, like, the shrooms in them. Right. He left them in his room. His mom's cleaning his room, picks up a piece of chocolate off of his uh, dresser, eats it, and like two hours later, we hear his mom calling him, asking him what was in the chocolates, everything, blah blah blah. He's just like, calm down. You just, you just got to sit there, wait it out, watch a movie, do something. <laughs> hey, do we have the mixtape of Dubs being drugged? Do we have that segment anywhere? We should play that one. Yeah, I got. Uh, There's just a lot of <laughs> bad talking. Stuff. No, it's just talking about things that would make no sense to people here. Really? Yeah, unless you want to hear about WJFK and Crystal. What was the girl's Crystal Meth? Was oh, Crystal Beth? Yeah, yeah. I think it's almost worth it just to hear the way Dubs was freaking out when somebody slipped him some acid when we were on the air one time. That was bad. I'll go back and listen to it and edit it. I was so freaked out. I didn't know what was going on. You thought and you were that's dying. the worst thing ever. You know, you think, uh, you know, you think, all right, I've done enough drugs in my life. I can handle this type of thing happening to me. When that sneaks up on you, you are screwed. It doesn't matter how many times you've dropped acid, eaten shrooms, smoked weed, done angel dust. I don't care what you've done. You cannot handle when that stuff sneaks up on you. All right, Especially gonna... when you're supposed to be working. Right. And we're on the air. Yeah. And I'm so glad I was there to help you. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were a nice guy. I kept telling him he was having a heart attack. I thought it was. I thought I had a stroke or something. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. You thought you were having deja vu. Yeah, it was, I thought it was like the longest deja vu ever. I thought I was dying because everybody said uh, deja vu is a small stroke. So I thought it was, gonna, it was a huge stroke. Because when I came in that night, he just he was in a production room and he was, 
I'm having deja vu all day. The past two hours, it's I'm I'm just freaking out, man. I think and that's we, not even like a exaggeration or no. anything. Yeah, actually, I, probably it's a little uh, downplay. I think of how should, crazy. I think done. we should play it regardless. Uh, right, let's take a break. We'll come back, Dubs. And we just talked about how we were bad as kids. I want I want to know how you were punished when you were a kid. And then nowadays, I see an article where being sent to your bedroom used to be a punishment. But now it's a teen dream with the personal computers, the mobile uh, phones, mm-hmm. the gaming consoles. They're saying that the, uh, the the teenagers, the kids nowadays, have a culture of what's called a connected cocooning. And so I want to get into this. Two questions I have on this. How were we punished as kids? Because you and I, I'm 27, you're 24. Mm-hmm. We aren't that far removed. But then, like, I don't even know how you would begin to punish a kid nowadays who's in high school or middle school. We we'll take a break. We we'll come back. Uh, open phones on that. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the hideout, 407 real radio 104.1. I am El Jefe, and that is J-Dubs. We were talking about how awful we were as kids. And apparently we all were, especially messing with teachers. And I'm seeing this. There's an article about, uh, just kind of talks about being sent to your room used to be a punishment. Mm-hmm. But now it's, a, it's the perfect place to go if you're a kid because you got... Internet, you got mobile phones, you got your PS2, and there's your Xbox. Ev- there's everything to uh, have fun with, connect with your friends with, and you know just uh, you know be entertained with in your own room now as a kid. They're calling it connected cocooning, and it's uh, for the quote unquote MTV generation, 16 to 24. Is that considered the MTV generation? I thought the MTV generation is in their like mid to late 20s now. Well, I think the current like. The people who watch MTV now, I'd say, were, are like 12 to yeah. 22. Oh, and they're every year, like, they're all, young kids are now just called MTV kids? Yeah. I, w- I would assume so. I, I, thought it, I thought it was just like when MTV was first big. So mm. I'm thinking if that's really the way it is, how do you punish these kids? Send like, them outside. You think sending them outside is the way to do it? That was uh, what we were always, uh, it's kind of the roles are reversed. That's where all the fun was when we were growing up, going outside, riding your bike, doing that kind of stuff. That was the fun stuff. Now kids don't want to do that. They'd rather sit inside, uh, play video games, and do that kind of thing, which we still did. We st- still played video games, but we were outside much more than this generation. So making them play street football and basketball? Yes. Well, not even that. If like they're truly being punished and having to go outside, put them on a bike, make them ride around the block. Yeah. Uh, Chris in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Chris? I've heard this is what parents are doing now. They're taking the memory cards and deleting them, so all the games have to start back at the beginning. (laughs) That that, is me. uh, You know what? That would piss me off beyond all belief. My wife did that to me, and I was like three-quarters of the way through San Andreas. I could wring her neck. Oh, oh, you know what? Yeah. That's uh, hardcore. I didn't even think about. Ass. I didn't even think I, about wives doing it to husbands. I went to play it, and it was back at the very beginning, and I just about screamed. I'm, I threw the machine. Uh, thank you, Chris. You know what? Too that also reminds me of when you're a kid and you're playing video games, and somebody loses and they forget to hit the reset button when turning off the Nintendo, and they erase mm-hmm. the whole season. Mm-hmm. That was the worst. 
Yeah, or like, a- you know, your friend doesn't want to play anymore or something, and he just turns it off instead of waiting for, like, you to die so you can save. Or they stop trying yeah. when it's a sports game and you're beating them, like, and it's not realistic anymore. Forget being a kid and doing that. We had a Nintendo at JFK, and I think Dove's Drive forgot to hold the reset button in, and we got into the last castle, I think, or the last level in Zelda in all a race before uh-huh. we could beat well, it. Well, here's the thing. You're, uh, the, uh, the game we got, the Zelda game we got, uh, back then they had, like, this little battery in the game, and that's what kept your uh, game saved. We decided to take out Zelda... And throw in, like, some Tecmo Bowl for a little bit. When we went to throw back Zelda in, everything was wiped out. Oh, that's the worst. And it was like being a kid all over again, because we just yelling back and yeah. forth at each other, cussing. Just yelling. Matt and Claremont, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. So, uh, I found, because this still works with me, because I live at home. I'm not a teen, but I'm, like, 22. But this works with just about everybody in the age range. Instead of sending them to their room... If you have the time, like, I don't know if there's, like, a stay-at-home mom situation going on mm-hmm. or if there's just somebody in the house can do it, but you follow the kid around, you know? You don't want, I mean, nobody likes to sit down and, like, have a conversation on the phone or watch a movie and have, like, your mom or somebody walk up and sit down and listen or watch it with you, just like, get off my case, you know? And now, but that's the, it turns into a punishment for the parents, and they... They're thinking, now, do I have time to follow this kid around now? now? i got to watch the kid, you know, that whole bit. And, I mean, I can see that. Yeah, I can see it being a pain in the ass. I would hate that. One of them is don't close your door. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't close your door. You never follow that one, though. You always slam it, lock it. Make me open it. I hate all of you. But I'm just wondering, like, what the punishment is nowadays. Like, how would you get punished other than getting hit? Other than getting hit, what would you do, have to do? Um, the big thing was either, uh, taking away the Nintendo or whatever we had at that point. That was a big thing. Um, going to bed early, which never worked. Yeah, because you know you're up anyway and you're just listening to the radio instead of watching TV. Mm-hmm. Listen to the radio or listening to, uh, Richard Pryor tape or something. Martin Lawrence. That you stole from, uh, your stepdad. You just had this look on your face, like stupid yeah. stepdad. Bastard, but he had some good uh, Sam Kinison and uh, Richard Pryor tapes. Really? Yeah. I like the fun one of, okay, you're washing the dishes for the rest of the week. He's like, what? Yeah. You don't even cook anyway. And also, that gets your like sister or whoever off duty, too, so they, they're they're trying to get you in trouble all the time. So they don't have to do the dishes because, you know, maybe it's the dishes were your sister's duty. You had to cut the lawn or something. Still, I don't even think a lot of those punishments would work today because I don't even I don't know many young kids who have to do those chores. I think that we did. I think they're really getting off a lot easier. So, I mean, I don't know how you'd punish them if they don't do chores to begin with. Do you think it's the parents because they know how much they hated it when they were kids doing it so they don't want to make their kids do it? The other thing, too, and I, I why do I feel like we're curmudgeons when we're saying this because we're all in our... Uh, mid to early twenties, mm-hmm. but they want to be the cool, the cool parents. I never want to be the cool parent. I don't want my kid to be my friend. Who would want that? Who wants to be a friend with a fourteen-year-old? 
That is, Freaks. That is an odd thing when you think about it. Why would you want to be their friend? You want you want to be their mentor. You want to be their uh, you know there for when they what they need, not to be their friend. Shelly, find Kiss- someone your old age. Shelly and Kissimmee, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What do you got, Shelly? Hi. Um, I actually have uh, two ways of punishment. Yes, I do have a 14 year old daughter, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and uh, she does do the dishes. That's her only chore. Uh huh. But um, kind of well soft on that because I actually let her do the dishes in the dishwasher. So, you know, oh, what? You know what, is, what are you going to do? I used to do them by hand. You're on whatever. rinse duty. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah. Now, now, the only punishment I have, and I think it will work for a 14-year-old, would be they love their privacy, they love their phones, take off, take the cell phone um, with you so they can use it, and take the phone away from them if that doesn't work. Then, for privacy issues, you take the door off the hinges, completely <laughs> off the hinges. You take the whole door. You can't close it if you don't have one. Uh, you know, what did I, I saw that in a movie. What movie was that just in? Uh, thank you, Shelly. Appreciate it. Now, what I would do with the, the cell phone, I would just start calling their friends on it. Hey, you want to uh, be a little bitch? Okay, I'm going to call, uh, let's see, Brittany. Hmm. Hey, Brittany, this is uh, Carla's mom. How are you doing? Yeah, I just want to talk to you. And just completely embarrass her. So how's it going? How are you, Ben? Yeah? Well, how's I'm school on, going? I'm on my period. What about you? <laughs> Have you started your period yet? Do you need to know what a period is? I think it was on an episode of Roseanne, because I've been watching Nick at Night, and uh, Roseanne took the door off the hinges. No, you know what movie it was? I know what movie it was. I own the movie. The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. Oh. Yeah. You own it? Yeah. Well, I got it here at the station. I want a copy. I, th- I think you got to be careful about taking the door off the hinges. You know, if that's like some random boyfriend or stepdad suggesting it, I don't think you go with that one. No, no, of course not. But if you're the actual parent, then you it's okay. Chris and Lakeland, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Chris? Hey, Yo. I'll tell you what I do to my, my kids. Mm-hmm. I make them help me take everything out of their room, the computer, the games, television, the phone. Right. And then after I take everything out of the room except for their bed, including all the clothes out of their closet, um, I lock them in there. Uh, you know what, though? I like that. that yeah, it's that's like, prison right there. Yeah. Chris. Oh, hey. Hey, dude. Yeah, my parents used to actually send me to their room because there's nothing to do in there. Ooh. Except for bang your mom. That's the only thing going <laughs> oh, on Come there. on. You know what? That's actually a pretty good point because there wasn't any... The only thing you could do in your parents' room was go like go through their stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you'd always find the occasional uh, like porno that your or dad's Or toy or something. Oh, yeah. no. You never want to find a toy. I did once. I know. I know, buddy. It was awful. It was so bad. I thought it was a candlestick. I swear to Christ. <laughs> Until I smelled it. Ah! I know. Ah! <laughs> so bad. So bad. What does it, it smell like? No, come on. Bring that whiff back into your mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ah. Lilacs. <laughs> Lilacs grew in butt. <laughs> you can't, come on. Why? <laughs> Come on, you can't. <laughs> What's wrong with a flower growing there? Yeah. You, just, you said you got too descriptive as to where it would be. <laughs> the hell? Chunks is laughing. What do you want? Come on, you got, you got five of us to hear it. 
and those of you listening on realradio.fm. 407-916-1041 and uh, 888-978-1041. All right, 714 is like, kids today, all they have to do is fill the dishwasher and give the uh, pool or lawn guy the check, and that's their punishment. Remember when you used to have to do the lawn? Oh, yeah. And rake the leaves? Always rake the leaves. Uh, if if your parents were in a particularly bad mood, you had to even rake the uh, the dirt driveway and make sure that none of the dirt was in the grass and keep that straight and narrow. Now, you grew up in Michigan. Yeah. What about, like... Oh, during the winter? Shoveling snow. Oh, that was the worst. You'd be out there for two hours shoveling your whole driveway when it only cost 20 bucks to have someone come and clear it out for you. But for some reason, your parents don't want to pay that, so they send you out there for $5 and uh, uh, 12-pack of Mountain Dew to, uh, you know, just uh, shovel out the driveway. And it took forever, three or four feet, and I, I swear you would be completely, like, close to being frostbitten. And the funny thing about shoveling snow like uh, two or three generations of men in my family have died while shoveling snow in Michigan just because their heart couldn't take it in their old age doing it. I heard it's, like, really intense. Yeah. But you guys in Michigan are also lazy bastards. <laughs> How so? Well, you're always sitting inside because it's cold. I'd like to see you handle it. Laurel in Melbourne. I did, ass. Whatever. From Hello. Texas, too. Hey, Laurel, what's up? Hey, not much. What you got? My son just turned 14 yesterday, mm-hmm. and he's a good kid. He gets really good grades, all honor classes and all that. The, his problem is, is he's a little addicted to the video game system and the computer and all that. And I tried taking away those when he wasn't washing his dish, the dishes and doing his laundry and cleaning his room, and that didn't seem to work. What started to work was when I started charging him $5 a pop when I had to wash his dishes and when I had to do his laundry. Money always talks. Where's he getting his money anyway, though? Uh, he has a little job he works on Saturdays okay. and earns earns a little bit of money on, on you know, just nice. um, helping out at his grandfather's uh, place of work. And, nice. And so he has money, good little savings account, but when I wake up the next morning and say, okay, you owe me $5, and he says, why? And I was like, because I had to wash the dishes last night. Boom. The next <laughs> night, they're washed without question. That's so funny, too. Money always talks, and I don't care how old the kid is. Thank you so much for that phone call. Like my little brothers, Chub Rock and Loverboy. Mm-hmm. They have $3, and they treat it like it's the most important $3 on earth. Oh, yeah. When you're a kid, and the best thing is Christmas, when you don't get a stupid toy from your aunt and uncle that you know you're never going to use, you get like a $10 or $20 bill from them. That's when it was really good. And, and, you, go, and you, you get, you're like, hey, Mom, we're stopping on McDonald's, by the way, home. Yeah, and then your mom tries you can't to say no. And then your mom tries to say, okay, you're buying for everybody. And you go, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> I don't have enough money. All of a sudden, you have a budget, and you got you got McDonald's, and you got to go rent a movie or a video game. Yeah, you have your whole night planned out, and your mom throws her monkey wrench in it because she wants a couple double cheeseburgers. Yeah, because all of a sudden she Badass. wants. All of a sudden she wants to eat too. Uh, it's you a just high- had half of a turkey over at Aunt Carol's house. What the hell do you need food for? Patrick in New Smyrna Beach. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, how's it going? All right. Hey, uh, my dad, my dad was pretty creative with his punishments, man. When, when I did something wrong, he would make me, like, write. Like, uh, he caught me smoking weed once when I was about 14. Mm-hmm. So he took me to the library, made me check out a bunch of books about marijuana, and I had to write him a 10-page report 
on the negative effects of marijuana. And then, was he a teacher? No, no, he was a stockbroker, man. But he was just—he just knew how to get me. Like he would make me copy uh, passages out of the Bible, like over and over, or passages from the dictionary. Uh, that would drive me insane. Right, let oh me, my god! Let me ask you something, Patrick. What are you doing nowadays? Uh, now I'm in college. I'm uh, studying electrical engineering. I right, see it works. It, it absolutely works. So your dad did something right there. All right, thank you, Patrick. They probably smoking weed still. Yeah, and, well, and, and, and engineering, engineering degree is only to uh, find the way to create a, a really good bomb. Oh, that's all it was. When I, uh, my buddies, uh, when I was at Texas Tech, tenth floor Weymouth, mm -hmm. the engineering students would have contests as to who could make the best bong out of the oddest things. So also know that who won? too. Erod. What do you make? Erod and Trey. They did, man. They did this whole like they would do these contraptions with like the two liter bottles and straws and um. And gum, like they would have to take it to a next level. So instead of using tape or glue, they'd use like gum and stuff like that. We always did it out of apples. Wow. Yeah, you drill into an apple, drill down into right, it. Don't be going around teaching the kids these Whatever. things. Whatever. They can figure it out for themselves. Now all of a sudden all these kids are Googling apples. Mm-hmm. Right, we got to take a break. Good for them. All right, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Real fast, because I told you I'd tell you about it. I feel like I'm one of these kids who has the, uh, what are they calling it? What's the phrase? Connected cocooning. Mm -hmm. I literally believe I could live out of one room if I had to. Oh, yeah, me too. All I need is a bed and a twin bed at that. A couch. Yeah, couch would probably work. Fold out a TV, a computer. And, like, my radio and satellite radio, and I think that's all I'd need. Yeah, what else do you need? Seriously, I mean, I, with our lives that we with lead. With my cell phone and my iPod, and it's just all kind of right there. Yeah, with the lives that we lead, you don't really need anything more than that. You know, more, you know, I, I just actually thought about this. More and more are moving toward that, like, Japanese kind of thing. Of you have that one really tiny room, and remember when you saw that in the movies, you thought how stupid that was? But now you're like, hey, that's really... All you need. And it, if I didn't have a chick, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have more than. I wouldn't even have a bedroom. Yeah, I'd run it out. I don't need that thing. I would think too. Efficiency's got to be the way to go. Yeah. More and more, and I'd, I'd want like a little studio efficiency. If I had to do it all over again, maybe I won't. Whenever my lease is up, do something like that. All right, let's take a break. Come back. More of this. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. Some of the other stuff I wanted to talk about too. We have uh, the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. We have to get to. Um, of course, our uh, nightly game show, the uh, Hideout Headline Game Show, will be coming up. Hideout Headline Game Show. Some great prizes. I got to tell you about the Jets. They signed a guy who hasn't played football, organized football, since the eighth grade. He just looks like a uh, athlete, so they signed him. I'll tell you the story. And now the FDA is proposing more specific condom labels. Apparently, there's some issues going on with some condoms. We're back. Oh, and the Pat Robertson thing. Pat Robertson, we and still have to talk about Paris Hilton and her car accident. All right, we got a lot to get done. It's your chance to hop in real fast. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407 916 It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I said that. Whatever. Give out my phone numbers. I'll give out your stuff. Copycat. Oh, all right. My bad. You're right. We have a system. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm not really good at sticking with the system. Brian and Deltona in the hideout. What up, buddy? Talking about punishments and the way you used to be, or the way you would punish a kid now, and even the way you'd get punished. What's up, dude? Uh, yeah. Basically, what my parents do is they take away my the phone privileges that I have, all the computer privileges and TV privileges and all that. What do you no, want? When do you when you have been doing instead? And that's batch privileges. Yeah. Uh, basically, I've just been sitting around, listening, doing nothing, listening to the radio. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the, and then the, and then the perfect thing about that too, because I told you that's what you end up doing instead of listening mm-hmm. to radio. Then you find a new uh, degenerate talk show. That yes, you're yeah. addicted to for so life. So parents take all the stuff away from your kids except for a radio, and then they can uh, learn stuff from us in the hideout. It'll be great. Then we'll be their uh, daddies. Mm-hmm. Sponge in Deltona. What up, Sponge? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, dope. Hey, uh, I don't know how you know how old you guys are, man, but I'm 34 and I have uh, two 12-year-old twins and their boys. And I remember how I used to get punished was my, you know, sorry, my dad used to show me all four corners of a room or a belt or something like that. Mm -hmm. These kids, they uh, they used to always call me dad, and they uh, flooded the house, you know, twice. And as soon as I come home, it's like daddy, so I know they did something wrong. So the second time they did the exact same thing, uh, I started videotaping it, and they asked me, like, dad, you know, why you videotape this? And I explained to him, I was like, well, I can't hit you now. I can't spank you because I'm going to get in trouble. But as soon as you guys are 18 years old, on your birthday, I'm going to take you guys outside. I'm going to hit you just once in the face, and then you can come inside and see the video, you know, of, you know, why. <laughs> right. You'll know why. I like, I that. like that. I'm just going to punch you. you know, just know when you turn 18, I'm going to punch you. Punch you, uh, and you're going to be adding them up. You have uh, six more years to keep on adding up uh, punches to the face. How hard I hit you depends on how bad you're going to be for the next six years. You're going to have Tyson by the end of it. Right. Rennell in Orlando. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Yo, dude. Yeah, you have to remember, in this day and age, 1-800-child abuse will get you in trouble. So right. So come up with some real creative ways. You know, it's, it's a technological age for kids. So what I do is I, I take the power cord from the modem, no computer. I take the controllers for the PlayStation, leave the game. Okay, and I un un uh, plug the cable for, from his room. Okay, so he can turn the game on, but all he can do is watch the demo. Uh, <laughs> can't watch cable, and you're banished to your room. The phone comes out also, so that's a real punishment. Where the only thing you can do is read a book, do homework, or sleep. Now you know what's so funny about that too. That's the ultimate because they can still turn on the game, but they just don't have the means to play it. And they're just. And do you realize how antsy young teenagers get when they can watch the game, but they can't play the game? And then it's like they're a crack addict, and they're like, you know, they're they're they're, they're looking the, for the pipe. They got the itch going. They're shaking a little bit. Egg. Exactly. Dad, I won't do it again, I swear. Just give me the controllers. Just one. One controller. I, pr- I promise I'll only play for a couple of hours. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, that gets things done. I've gotten the truck washed. I've gotten the car washed. I've, <laughs> I've gotten a whole lot of things done, you know, that n- normally he would not do. Right. When you take those PlayStation controllers from him and you unplug that cable and you banish him to that room, oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. You don't even need a butt whooping anymore. Right. You know what I would do? I would, uh, if I had a boy, and I knew he was in the 14, 15 year old range where he's, you know, running batches, and I know he's got the magazines and the videos, I'd go to like a Farabella or a, uh, you know, Premier Adult Factory outlet, pick up some nice gay pornos for the for the lad, and replace them. And you say, 
you aren't getting the regular ones back until you know you, you shape up. So he's going to have to uh, decide whether do I watch these things and just see if it works or ah, what the hell, God, dude? What the psychological, my friend? It's psychological warfare being a parent. I guarantee he watches them. I don't even curiosity. What little the homo? What? What? <laughs> it's your son? Mo. Probably. Kaylee, Maryland Island, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, I was just calling about the punishment thing. Right. Um, in the summertime, my dad would either take away our fans. Oh. So could, yeah. And for every bad grade we got, we'd have to sit at the kitchen table for an hour and study just any book he got. We'd have to copy from the dictionary and, like, our history books. Because mine would be gay porno. <laughs> study this. <laughs> All right, Dubs. Thank you, Kaylee. Appreciate that. That sounds awful, too, having to sit there at the dining room table. And they're watching TV, and then you kind of try to sneak over and look at the TV, like, no, boy, turn your head around. <laughs> turn your head around. You can listen while you study. <sighs> I got to think of, like, how uh, you thought of your way of mm-hmm. punishing your kid with gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> Replaces straight porn with gay porn, and guarantee he shapes up. What's wrong with you? <laughs> And if he doesn't shape up, you know what you got in your hands. Lord Sham got here in the hideout. What's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Hey, I'm just calling. I disagree about the whole gay porn thing. <laughs> Why? Nothing, How? Nothing is as bad. Nothing he could do is that bad that you would supply him with some gay porn. <laughs> yeah, Dubs. I mean, how? Would, why would you take it to that <laughs> level? And I'm getting feedback on Real Radio Hideout. Jimmy Jim says, out of everything ever said... That's the gayest thing to ever come out of his mouth. Because you're trying to turn your kid. No, I'm not. I'm trying to uh, show him the beauties of the porn he already has, and you know. Oh, that's the lesson. And he doesn't get th- those beauties back until. Uh, and if he if he still wants to watch porn, that's fine. But y- you all have you know you have a different kind to look at if you need to. All right, read the articles, son. Read I don't, the articles. I don't believe that. <laughs> You gotta copy that down at the uh, kitchen table. <laughs> Draw pictures. I want complete artist renderings of every picture in this magazine. Jeremy met Chad in a bathroom stall <laughs> along I-95. He saw Jeremy pulsating. That, all right, you know what? There's a tingle that you never felt before. Just, all right, you know what? Just stop at this point. Um, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Wrong, but oh so right. All right, speaking of gay, let's come back with the chunks, Fat Man Diary. Okay. You got to go in tonight, chunks? Uh, not really. <laughs> what? How do I to sell the quarter hour? What is it? What's the, what's the topic? So uh, we know what we're coming back with. This one's actually a really good one. It has to do <laughs> with uh, my first job. Hand. My first Rim. <laughs> No, like Blow? Wor- working job for money. No, n- none of those. <laughs> Involved paper, but not a hand. I'm not gay! I don't understand no. how I come off as gay. I don't dress well and I'm fat. I'm not... I'm not fat. Ah, blabbity-boo! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break and come back. Uh, Chuck's Fat Man Diary... And uh, so much more next in the hideout. Good job so far tonight, Central Florida. Uh, just getting going. So hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Let me, let me 
to Hideout Road Radio 104.1 Thursday night. El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Time for the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Every Thursday we take a look back at this sad son of a bitch's uh, childhood. <laughs> hmm. Chunks Fat Man Diary, only on Real Radio. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. Mo. Now, last week you quit the show. Oh, that was a misunderstanding. Um, I thought I won a lottery from what, one of those email scams, I guess it was. I didn't think it was a scam, but I thought I won $500,000. <laughs> and that was enough to get you to quit. Uh, by, uh, by the standards of the salary I make here, that'd be um, ten times more than I'd ever make. In, in your my, lifetime? In my lifetime, so yeah. It would, too. All right, this one's dated September the 4th, 1997. Another school year is starting up. Mm-hmm. The last two years have been swell. Still haven't been out on a date yet, nor received a kiss. I doubt at this point it will happen, as I have ballooned up another 23 pounds over the summer. I've also got my ass kicked a couple times. I ask why, and they simply respond, because you're fat. I got big food. Yeah, that's that's true. However, none of that matters this year, because I got a job. doesn't pay that much, only slightly over minimum wage. But what the hell, I'm young. After I become an economics wizard and get my degree from UVA, I'll be driving around in Bentleys and have a beautiful wife with fake boobs... To be my sex slave. Her name will be Yvette, and she'll have short hair. And she'll let me pour honey on her, and I'll be the bumblebee, sucking the honey. What off, the hell off, is this? Off, off of her supple buttocks. What? Yes! It's always been a fantasy of mine. What, sucking honey? Yeah, man. And why the name Yvette? It's a hot name. But until then, I'm stuck working at my new job. It's a startup internet company. There are some bright and intelligent people at work there, except for me, because I'm in payroll. <laughs> yeah. In payroll. My job was to organize all the paychecks and send them out. My first day, however, was a little chaotic. I managed to screw this kid out of a PlayStation. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew that all was coming. I figured I could run by that line, but I guess I didn't go past it fast enough. I screwed this kid out of a... I have a PlayStation. And he wanted to kick my ass. Just heading out of my house. I saw him waiting by my car. I couldn't get be late for work. I quickly jumped into the back seat of my car and crawled up to the front. I drove off as the kid was beating on my car. I guess I got lucky. Till I get to work. I was stuffing paychecks, and I had to group them together. They could process easier. So at that moment, the automatic stapler jams up. Or the the 14-year-old that you were talking about. As I try to fix it, it shorts out. Sending six six staples into my hand. 
blood all over the paychecks, which would have to be recut. <laughs> My boss was nonetheless very displeased. She was understanding. Docked my pay for the day, but told me I could continue working for them. I was happy and relieved. As I was driving home, I thought to myself, you know, my life really isn't that bad. I have a great new job and things are eventually going to go my way. If I had your life and I was driving in that car, I would have thrown it right into a tree. There's no way I could keep on living. I still have my job. That thought, however, was stifled quickly. Huh? Rim? Quickly! As Whoa. I got out of my car. Nate, the kid whose PlayStation I stole, was waiting there with a baseball bat to teach me a lesson. All I can say is, ouch. It was a bad first day at work. So you get hand stapled. Yeah. And a kid beat your ass for... Why did you end up stealing the PlayStation? Uh, the kid's like, dude, I need, uh, some money really quickly. You know, just one of those things like, alright, dude, I got the money at home, let me get your PlayStation now, and I'll give it to you later. Dumbass, believe me. There, there's three keywords in this, uh, in this, uh, story that you have to take, uh, very close look at. The three words are, job, hand, and kid. Can I look at those? Is it, is this one of those code? No, only for you guys. You guys are the only people that could take a story and make it gay or perverted or no. illegal in 13 states. I think it's illegal in all states. Is it? 14-year-old <laughs> dude? Yeah. Uh, damn. So did you guys end up, like, making love, or what happened? What do you... There's no 14-year-old dude in this story. Is that next week's? I, d- <laughs> I don't even know why I, I try. I after, give my heart. After I pounded him, he gave me a pounding of his own. <laughs> I didn't... With the pounding, no. With the thick part of the baseball how did you, bat. How, did, how could you guys take anything and make it sexually perverted? I'm telling you, I got my ass beat and I'm bleeding all over the place. And you're oh, thinking, oh, wow, come on. Oh, God, now there's, oh, what the oh, hell? Now there's two oh, words man. you have to... Uh, Look at uh, ass and blood. I'm shocked I'm a homo. I, I don't. I. I hate vagina. Damn, dude. How did this turn around and be a gay one? It's like every single time it is. I'm talking about licking honey off of a girl's supple buttocks. I am gay. That, how's that gay? That's straight, man. You guys have uh, I mean, a okay. Bee? Okay, you're thinking of. Uh, Licking the, uh, the, uh, honey off the buttocks of a woman. Yeah. While you're telling a story about job, hand, and kid. No, 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 no. And baseball I'm a dirty bat. slut. Those are separate Whatever elements. you're thinking about doesn't make it, uh, less homoerotic. I'm a dirty slut. You're not looking at the, you're, you're, you're looking at this all wrong. He took it like a man, so did I. You're just taking different words that happen to be in it. So now i got to cut these words out of all of the old fat man diaries. I hate vagina. I can't say hand job, illegal, 14 Whoa, boy, you can't. You can't. Not in that order. Oh, Stupid. Damn. You can't in that order, you take, retard. Take a little, uh, go back, listen to how I did it, and then next time you may be able to run the bet. So now i got to cut all these words out. Seriously. Because you guys are going to find every little word. 
Right, we're Can gonna, I take the pubes? Right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> Sex slave, girl with big boobs? How is that gay? That's straight, man. Straighter than an arrow. I want to have gay sex with them. Nah, I give up. <laughs> it's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Just got done with the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Poor kid talking about his gay sex when he was uh, his first job. How his life has always revolved around it for some reason. Dave, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Dave? Dave, you there? Going, going, gone. Dave's gone. And is this Annie in Orlando? Ann. Ann, what's going on, Ann? I just want to know if J-Dubs was single. All right, the question is, is J-Dubs single? Um, all right, but do you want to answer that, J-Dubs, or do you want to leave it a mystery? Answer's no. Answer's no, huh? I'm sorry. Uh, I know you had your your heart set on the magnificent one they call J Dubs. I tell you what though, go meet him in a Walmart bathroom if you're with a if you're a little boy and you'll you'll have some fun. Um, Why J Dubs? What is it about J Dubs that you love? He's really cute. I actually met him before um, when you do that thing at Chillers. Oh, nice. So someone out of Chillers then meeting you. Are you one of the bartenders? Maybe. I'm a shot girl. Oh, really? And now all of a sudden he may be single. Now, all of a sudden, with the beautiful shot girls, he may I'm be... I'm singing that single song. He may be interested. <laughs> ah, yes. No, unfortunately not, Annie. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. Okay. Is there anything else that we can help you out with? You want maybe take a try at Chunks? <laughs> no, thanks. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Hey, you're a whore anyway. Come on, dude. I'm going to slap you across your face. You know what? That could be the next Miss Dubs. I don't want you... I'm just trying to take temp. I'm helping you out by getting rid of temptation, man. You want to help me out? Take care of temptation. Get down here with your hand. Oh. <laughs> Act like you're at your first job again, and he's 14. I, I don't even know where that I'll, came from. I'll knock out your first two teeth so oh, I, I have a comfortable day. Oh, my God. Oh, man. That's bad. Damn, duds. Huh? Duds. Duds. Sorry about that, dubs. Studs right now. How about that, man? The uh, shot girl over at Chiller's. And there, there's not one ugly girl over there. No, hell no. I wish I remember which one she was. We never got to get any names, really. Yeah, Landon, the DJ, was too busy hanging out with us. All the dudes hanging out. And hanging out with them. He was kind of shielding them over there talking to them. Never brought them over to us. Not bringing the ladies over. Damn him. And she probably thought the heretic Jose was mean. That's why she wasn't interested in me. Please. Are you the new poon hound instead of Tommy Raven? Hey, I can get one every once in a while. Yeah, lucky. Me in the meantime, I'm hideous. All right, Dave, back in the hideout. What's going on, Dave? Hey, Yo. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs to take his diary to someone in television if 
this stuff was on a cable show or TV, <laughs> man, this is hilarious. I would watch it and think, hey, you know what? I'm okay. Yeah, you, you, that, and you uh, you listen to them. You think there's no way all this stuff has happened to one kid, but it has. It is. It, right, but it's hilarious. You, you, you wouldn't be able to stop watching it. You would have to watch it. I, I'm telling you, man, you'll get rich. I Thank you, Dave. You know, here's what I like to do. I'd love, because we have all the Chunks Fat Man Diaries, uh, don't we, somewhere? Like yeah, archive? I'm sure we do. What if there was somebody who was badass at animation? And we Chunks could, would be a great cartoon. And we could put it up on realradio.fm, like the anime kind of thing. You know or what even, I mean? Or even, you know, like, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, Pixar or anything like that. No, 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 no. But no. Like, even like just like a cutout of Chunks. And, like, you know, you got, like, a background and everything, and you move his mouth like a South Park. I think that would work. It'd be epic. All right, Dave was really on to something. I never even thought about that. But And then, what if it was that, but we did it, like, Mystery Science 3000-ish? And we're just talking over the whole time? Yeah. I like that. And so it's, like, you and me sitting there, and it's uh, the story of chunks. I've always wanted to do that idea with the Mystery Science Theater 3000. With uh, porn, though, and we're just sitting there ripping on either the chick or the dude or whatever's going on. Maybe that's the thing, though. We turn it into a Fat Man Diary, put it on the website. By the way, if you guys have not seen the skits on Monsters.fm, they're so funny. Oh, yeah. The boys are doing over there. Yeah, you got to check that out. They have those videos up there. Uh, is that Brianna? Yeah, I just want to know if that uh, if that guy has a single or not. What are you, a shot girl from Chillers? <laughs> yeah, I worked there on the weekends. Uh, I saw you guys there doing one of your live <clears throat> broadcasts, and I thought you were looking kind of sexy. Okay, this is Giant Brian. <laughs> Mo. This is Giant Brian. <laughs> you don't have a, a voice that we can't tell out anymore. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> hey, real fast, let's do some news headlines with Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary! Jimmy, how y'all tonight? Outstanding. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you, Joe. Have a nice day today. I was snack time. Greatest snack time in the history of Clear Channel Radio. My are you are you a big fan of uh, Uno's Pizza? Uh, I'm a big fan of them, but I never have ate the pizza. By yeah, you, you got to go over to Uno's. Uh, go over to the one on University. They'll yeah, hook you up over the there. The one over near campus. Uh, uh, what's in the news, Sir Gary? Well, um, today, um, in the news, um, yeah. Black, black guy. Oh, not God. a black man. Ah. Uh, he had to go to no. prison for 20 years. 20 years? For uh, shooting a white man. Oh, man. All right, well, can't do anything. I what, can't help him out now. What are we going to do? shot a white man. What? Damn it! What else ended up happening, Sir Gary? Uh, well, uh, this local pastor from a local church stole money from his congregation. Oh, you know, I thought I heard something about that somewhere. Hmm. It was like some sort of a funneling of funds or something or other. Yes, or something like that. Um. Hmm. All right. Well, what do you think about that? That's not that's not your church, right? No, sir. That's not our church. That's not godlike. God would not like that. No, not at all. Yes, sir. What's at your church, sir, Gary? When we hope probably that church in Miller the Street, when the garden we hold Sunday morning worship service there's Sunday at ten thirty, we order good Blanchard and. Uh, Dinner ground every Sunday for 12 to 1. The public's invited. All right, so Gary. Just past Ace Hardware and Winter Garden. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so, Gary the Prophet, I want you to have a wonderful Thursday, and hopefully yeah. we talk to you tomorrow. Okay, God bless you. Have a good evening. Thank, Thank you, you, my friend. All right, there's my buddy. Hey, speaking of church.
Mm-hmm. I got to tell you what this Pat Robertson did. I want to read you the quote. And, um, yeah, let me read you the quote. And I want to know if maybe he's the worst Christian on earth. He's the guy who's giving them the bad names, I think. It's not really fair. Take a break. We'll come back. Chunks will talk more about um, what he does in private time. <laughs> and somebody's asking Chunks to spell what he just said. What did he say? Ba-dee-ba-la-boo. <laughs> you said it like two breaks ago when we were about to go into break. Uh, <laughs> I was just googly talk. Googly? It's wacky Nuno. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I am El Hefe, and that is Dubs. Come on in and, uh, if you like. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Does that make you feel good when a hot shot girl calls you and says, hey, are you yeah, single? It's a, it's a little stroke for you. You kind of walk good. in with a little bounce yeah. in your step? Well, I'm walking with my butt out because I can't really, you know, show the, uh, the wood I'm sporting. Right. Yeah. Now... Would you go home to your chick and be like, hey, uh, I'm going to play PlayStation. I don't want to hear any lip because I got a shot girl who uh, would let me play. Do you ever rub that in or no? No. No. She's sleeping when I get home anyway, so I get to yeah, do whatever I want. Pop in a porn, see if you can find one that uh, looks like the chick. I don't even know which one it is. I know. I don't either. That's what drives you even more insane. Because you don't even know. Like, there's this girl out there who wants you. Hey, you think. But you don't you like you don't have a mental image of what she looks like, so when you want to take care of yourself, there's nothing you can really There's no point of reference. Picture. You just keep saying to yourself, Oh Annie, oh Annie. <laughs> you know? We'll have I no do that one. anyway. You're just crouched in a corner, hating myself, soaked in my own waist. Hey, real fast, I, we never got to it. How come your chick was she tried once to tell you you couldn't play PlayStation? Well, you know, if I if I have to be up in the morning or something, she'll say, No PlayStation tonight <laughs> and I Give her the finger and press power. She really says that, huh? She has before. She doesn't anymore. Because you give her the finger? Yeah. Oh, like the, And what does she do whenever you say, give her the big uh, whatever? She usually will buckle under it pretty easily. Does she laugh? Yeah, I mean, she'll, she won't get pissed off about me flipping her off. Right. No, you know, your chick's actually, she's very, very cool. Yeah, I, I disrespect her all the time, and she has no problem with this. <laughs> it really is. It's hilarious. I'm over there. I'm like, wow, you figured it out, man. You get, you should put some sort of a clinic on or something. She does it back to me though, so it's a uh, it's a give and take. Right of disrespect. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no uh, loving or respectful talk between the two of us. All right, uh, Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes are here, our friends, and they brought in some friends. SFG is here, and I guess I have to make a uh, certificate of authenticity for the Harry took so you can put it on eBay. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about the, all the shenanigans because a group a group of misfits essentially have walked in here, and I wonder that they say they have something for your cat Sadie Lou. So we'll we'll talk oh, no. about that in a second. You guys just hang tight. First of all, I, I have to talk about this. Okay. Pat Robertson. Did you hear what happened? I guess in Dover, PA, Pennsylvania. 
I guess there was a school board who said, hey, we got to do intelligent design. All right. And then in this last um, election on uh, Tuesday, like everybody in Dover said, hey, these guys are maniacs. They voted them all out and brought in new people. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's here's what Pat Robertson says. About them voting them out? Yeah. I'd like to say to the good citizens of Dover, if there is a disaster in your area, don't turn to God. You just rejected him from your city. And don't wonder why he has helped you, why he hasn't helped you when the problems begin, if they begin. I'm not saying they will, but if they do, just remember, you voted God out of your city. And if that's the case, don't ask for his help, because he might not be there. And because you speak for God. You tell him who uh, can ask for his help and who can't. What Crazy a, old bastard. What a dick! That's like the worst move ever. That's like, To me, that's the most unchristian thing you can do. Now, I'm not a Christian, but I think I know a little bit about it. And the whole point is, you, if you want forgiveness, no matter how awful you are, you can be forgiven, right? Yeah. I think so. I think that's the... That's uh, the basic... T- right? You're Catholic over there, Chunks. Yeah. You just need to uh, believe in Jesus, that he was your savior. And then you can do whatever you want. You're not supposed to, but you can. As long as you have him forgive you. Yeah, yeah, and you got to believe it, too, I think. What a pushover. Yeah. Why would he forgive everything? It's great. Well, I, I raped a girl, but I believe in you, Jesus, and I want you to forgive me for uh, ruining this girl's life forever. Yeah, that's how it works. So my whole thing with this, though, is how do you say, hey, I'm just wishing a natural disaster on them. And then saying, hey, uh, but, when, when it happens, don't come crying to to the baby Jesus. You're basically your SOL is what he said. Yeah. And he should have just said that. Your SOL. Does it even... How is he not treated like he's Osama? Like some member of the Taliban, he's so crazy. For some reason, there's a... Well, I think uh, on the opposite spectrum of Osama, there's Pat Robertson. I mean, if you look at the extremists on each side... They're both equally as nuts in a different way. Right. And equally as dangerous in a different way. Do you uh, do you know what this intelligent design is? No, not exactly. I've never really looked into it. I actually, um, I read an article today in Time Magazine. Essentially... Bragger. Well, I, was a, I got all these magazines sitting in my apartment, like mm-hmm. a schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Like it's newspapers and magazines and bicycles all over my apartment. And so I finally decided I'm going to open one today. And I read this article, it was in like the New Time magazine, and it's uh, the central idea of intelligent design is that nature is the way it is because God wants it to be that way. So that's what they want to teach in schools is, well, because God wants it that way. So why is the sky blue if you're in your 10th grade science class? Because God wants it that way. What's the point of taking science class then? Yeah, there's no point of science class at all then. Everything is just because God wants it that way. Because God says so. It's like when a parent says, because I said so. You, you don't need a reason. Yeah, and I always hated that when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't have an argument with you. I can't have a discussion or a debate with yeah, you. Yeah, there's nothing uh, good or bad that can come of anything. Because there's no there's no proof in your rebuttal. So anyway, the article was really good. The guy basically laid out points for both sides. And I just this I can't believe that that's what they want taught in school. Oh, what's going on over there? I've seen nothing but flailing around. I'm trying to ignore it. I'm trying to to stay professional here, but I can't do it. We're doing a talk show, and Snatchy Cakes and Doogie Tarantino are dry humping. 
on the chair. No, 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 that's not what we were doing. I see you riving around over there like you're giving him a dance. pressing my buttons. All right, you have these. What are your buttons? What, what are your buttons? There's a nerve that runs like in between the crease of the leg, and if you rub it the right way, it's kind of stimulating. <laughs> I not he can, keeps rubbing them. Can any <laughs> can anyone touch you there, and it would be it, or does he know the magic place? No, like if you find the place, then you know that's Could it. Could Chunks try it as the executive <laughs> producer? This sounds like a stunt. Um, yeah. I guess. All right, Chunks. The boy. Chunks, come on. Is that okay, Doogie Tarantino? Yeah, okay. yeah I mean, it's chunks. Of yeah. Give it a shot. <laughs> I mean, like, we don't worry about chunks. It's like a dog rubbing up against her leg. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, make sure there's no red rocket. <laughs> there's a secret to it, though. There's tattoos there that show you exactly where the points are. So. All right. I pull down. All right, there are the tattoos. All right. Well, you'll, <laughs> you'll hit it. No, no, you don't have to hit it, but you'll you'll feel a tendon in there under your finger, and if you yeah. just kind of go back and forth over. Yeah. I right, get behind her chunks. Look at you. All right, let's see if it works for chunks, or if the button won't even work for chunks. All right, chunks. Is it like tickling yourself? It doesn't right really work. Oh wow. Like press hard. You feel it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Wow, work. It worked yeah. even. Yeah. And he stopped. You're supposed to keep going, chunks. I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> he said you Thank could you. do I it. it. <laughs> trying to be respectful. Can Bateman do it? <laughs> what? Can Bateman do it? Uh, sure. I guess we can teach everyone. All right, go into the room real fast over there, uh, Doogie Tarantino. This is no, my little case. trick, and now everyone's going to know it. Right, all right, hold on. We're going to go back to our actual conversation, though. Uh, Eric and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Nothing much, man. Intelligent design is a bunch of crap. It's just for all the stupid people out there to make them feel smarter. So when somebody asks them a question, they can just say, Oh, God wants it that way. God this, God that. It doesn't it's seem that intelligent. Yeah, and here's the other thing about that, too, Eric, is that... Is could you if you were in your class could that be the answer to all of your questions on your test because God wants it that way because it's in the Bible because the Lord says and then would you get an A if that was the answer on I all would your imagine. I, well, I mean, if you would get an A for that, then every answer to the question is God wants it that way. What's one plus two? Whatever God wants it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. no, I hear you. I, I completely exactly. And then here's I said, can this be carried over to literature? So let's say you're reading The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, and they ask you a specific question about something in that book. Could you put, could you write in as your answer, because Mark Twain wants it that way, because he was the guy who created the universe in which Tom Sawyer dwells? I think that's uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting because people always try and Tessa try to get you to analyze it instead of analyzing it, says it's whatever Tom Sawyer wanted it to be, or whatever. Would you only fail if you put? Because uh, Beelzebub wants it this way. Because the devil wanted this. Is that how you fail? I guess. I guess if, if you don't put God in there somewhere, you're going to fail. Or if you actually write a real answer. All right. 407 916 All right. Uh, Snatchy Cakes is back in uh, Bateman's basement. And Bateman's now going to try. Go ahead and lift it up, sweetie. Put them on the glass. Put them on the glass. Oh, you don't have to crawl up there. Just show them. Come on. Come on. Yeah. There we go. That's beautiful. Hey, dude, you and I get some of that. <laughs> Never. Come on, dude. All right, Tommy, why don't you try hitting the buttons? 
I show them the buttons. Do the Konami code. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do the Konami code. All right, turn the mic on so we can hear it. Put your headphones on so we can hear it. All right, here we go. Where is it now? All right, here. Two fingers is back. You feel it? Oh! Uh. <laughs> so hot. That's awesome. Where's the other side? Where's the other side? Don't it's on, stop. It's on both here. Don't right. stop. Don't stop. Oh. <laughs> oh. Look at that facial expression. That's great. Oh my she, God. she fell down. Oh she, my God. She fell to the floor. Ah. That's amazing. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Kevin in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Kevin? Oh, this intelligent design stuff's got me got me burning. Right. Uh, I think I think if the proponents of intelligent design are truly sincere in opening up some sort of debate as to how we got here, this is going to open the door to Scientology. Because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Scientology teaches that we came from outer space or from some alien civilization. No, that's true. I think it's something like that. Like they planted us in the volcanoes or something. Yeah, so it's going to open How the door crazy. for that. Yeah? Right, I know. I know. That's it. You know, and thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that, buddy. All right. Here's the other thing about Scientology. And here's why people will believe anything. You know this man was a science fiction, science fiction writer. Mm -hmm. You know he was running a bit and making money. And yet you've decided to believe regardless. How do you know that Christianity and Jesus wasn't the L. Ron Hubbard of his day. How do you genuinely know? People believe in L. Ron Hubbard the way that others believe in Jesus. Because God says you have to, and you have to do a leap of faith. I know. Cut drop you, says, you cannot uh, argue with these people. Cut drop says that intelligent design is just a new name for creationism. Mm -hmm. It seems like it, it does, but it seems like they're twisting it just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just a little bit. But, but essentially, it, it, he's right. Yeah, there's no science to it. Because God wants it that way. Why do snatchy cakes buckle over and get underneath the, the console when, when she's you touch touched? buttons? Because God wants it that way. God wanted your buttons right there. Uh, do the other girls here have buttons? Or is that? Are you the only one with buttons? No, no, no. Almost every girl has buttons, but depending on like the weight and the shape and everything, some girls say, "Oh, it tickles." Other girls say, "I don't feel anything." And some girls are like, "Oh, that's weird," but they get freaked out. How so. old are the chicks you guys brought in? Are they over eighteen? They're legal, yeah. All right, do we do a little uh, button hunting when we get back? When we get back? I think Melissa. I think God would <laughs> want it that way. Uh, Michelle, yeah. yeah. God, Michelle. Wa God wants your buttons pressed. I'm going to call her Melissa just to uh, All right, Melissa. demoralize her even more. All right, we'll do that. Yeah, that'll be fun. We'll do some button pushing. You mind? Perfect. Don't matter. All right, cool. All right, we're going to do some button pushing when we get back. This is why it's cool to be in radio. You um, to push buttons. Yeah. Hey, an SF Run the board. An SFG is here, and he... Apparently stole some of J Dubs' hair when he got his head shaved last Friday night with the bet, mm -hmm. and wants to put it up on eBay. Is that right? I'm not a thief. Okay, I got full uh, consideration when Dubs said, "Yeah, you can take my hair, put it on eBay. We're gonna do it for mustard seed. Try and see how much we can get." And I also thought of a an added bonus if it gets anything um, under a hundred dollars, I'll match twenty percent of it under a hundred dollars. 
This is to try to get it up and try to waste yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, you know, it's for a good cause. All right, so you want to donate money. Have you put it up, the uh, no, the no, hair on I eBay want, yet? I want to make sure we, um, you know... Are legit. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, we cross all our T's and dollar our I's. I, do we honestly think someone's going to pay 100 bucks for a lock of J-Dubs' hair? Maybe, you never know. For the mustard seed. Uh, before, like, a couple hurricanes ago, someone was selling Hurricane Wind for, like, $200 a bag, so I'm sure they'll pay, you know, 100 bucks for J-Dub's hair. All right, could we put this up on realradio.fm instead of eBay? Because I think we have a whole auction site up there. Well, I could eBay it and then put the link on realradio.fm and put it on for, like, 10 days or so. Once you give me the go-ahead, go, the go ahead, you know what I'm saying? All right, that I, works I, I want to run it by you guys first. That's yeah. The, that's the bottom line. We'll get the, uh... Right, it's, it's still J-Dub's hair, you know? Mm-hmm. Have it might sn- be in my possession, and I'm not going to do any voodoo with it. But Have you sniffed it at all? He's no, it's, it's still in the cellophane sitting right next to my computer. It's been there for, you know, yeah, it's the a, last six It's days. in there like a little baggie of weed. Yeah, it looks like a bag of weed, but it's hair. I'll weigh it out on the digi if you want. All right, I don't need that much information. <laughs> I don't care that much. Now, do you realize, too, you, if you wanted his hair so bad, instead of his chick cleaning his bathroom, you could have gone and picked up all the pubes, crossed it around his toilet, mm-hmm. and done it that way. We can do that as a separate auction. I'll scrape it up. Ah, oh, it's so nasty. <laughs> right. Are you so nasty? <laughs> UFO Phil? Hello? What the hell? Uh, why did I think this was a different one? <laughs> uh, UFOfill.com. I, I don't know. What What do you want? Um, I just heard that J Dubs was putting his hair on eBay. Yes. Okay. Uh, you don't want to do that. Why not? Can you keep a secret? Yes. Because the aliens mm-hmm. right now they're all over eBay, the bad aliens, and they're trying to find DNA, any DNA they can use to clone themselves to look more like humans. So there could be a bad alien made to look like me. If not I could be. Will be. All right, so Will, you can't do it. You have to. If you started that auction, you need to cancel it now. All right. So aliens want to have uh, the body shape of a cello, like J Dubs. Or Phil, you're gonna have to outbid the aliens. Stop breathing into the phone. I'm gonna punch you if I ever meet you for breathing into the phone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush your windpipe. Why would you say that? Because you keep breathing into the phone. <laughs> I told you before, I'm not doing that. I, it has to do with the type of phone I use. It's just the wires. AT&T? The wires rubbed together. Hello? Yes, we're here. Okay. Um, the other thing is Son that I bitch. just wanted to make sure you guys got the warning that I sent you. What warning? You didn't get the warning? No, I didn't. If you got the warning, you wouldn't be saying, what warning? Like, there was no warning. No, there was no warning. I'm, I'm telling you, hurry up and get the warning out without okay. breathing. The, the warning is for Thanksgiving, which is coming up in the mm-hmm. end of November. Mm-hmm. And the bad aliens, they've got this plan that they're going to... They're poisoning all the turkeys with a Cajun injector. What? Do you yeah, have a song about this? They're going around to all the stores, and they're going to be injecting the bird flu into the turkeys. So you can't eat the turkeys. What about turducken? What? Turducken. No, only turkeys. Well, then we don't eat turkeys, and we're fine. I know, but when, the next time when you go on, actually go on the air, you need to warn people who are listening. No, we're on the air now, and don't cause a scare about bird flu and aliens. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just telling what the aliens look. Now, Phil, have you uh, have you made a song about this yet? Um, the only I can't. I told you that my studio burned down oh, because yeah. my HD TV blew up. Oh. What? <laughs> That's the first good news I've gotten. Like seriously, all year. 
You're done no, making those awful songs? What? <laughs> Alright, you know what? UFO Phil, I'm done. UFO Phil, that oh, I hate you. I hate you. Alright, just don't, just want, just be careful. Okay, you know how you can tell if the turkey is tainted? How? Oh. When you go into the store, before you buy it, you cut it open, you stick your hand up inside of it, and you pull out whatever's in there, and if, it's like, if, you know how the Riddler always leaves a riddle on a piece of paper? Mm -hmm. If you find that, like a fortune cookie, like a, a piece of paper with writing on it, mm -hmm. chances are you shouldn't be eating that bird. What the hell are you talking about, you wacko? Bye, I'm Phil. I'm trying to warn you so you can pass it on next time you go on the air. Beat it. Say Bye. goodbye. Stop breathing in the phone. I'm not. Stop it. What the hell is he talking about? Bird flu. Alright, we're gonna take a break. I already survived the bird flu this year. Alright, Dubs, what do you wanna do next? You wanna touch that chick over there? I mean, push her buttons? Oops. Uh, you can touch her, I'll be uh, trying to find SFG's buttons. SFG's? Yeah. Alright, we'll take a break, we'll come back. Oh, you know what? Before we do that, though, Hideout Headline Game Show. 407-916-1041, star-1041 in your singular wireless phone. Got some great prizes to give away, including $25 gift certificate to Johnny's Filling Station or the best burger in town. You got Monday Night Football over there, plus we have the CSI prize packs. And uh, later on this week, giving away the trip for two to Las Vegas, round-trip airfare, and three-night hotel accommodations. All that next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Headlines game show. Mo. Headlines game show. Mo. Headlines game show. No. No. Maganda ganda mo all right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Time for you to be a winner. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Gift certificates to Johnny's Filling Station. You got tickets to see a couple of shows that are in town. The CSI evidence bag prize pack with the uh, soundtrack, the board game, the magnifying glass. And also, too, later on, we're giving away that trip to Las Vegas round-trip airfare for two. Ladies, always first in the hideout. There are five categories in the uh, hideout headline game show. World, national, local, sports, and entertainment. We will start with Danielle and Castleberry. Danielle, you ready? What's up, hideout? Yo, which, uh, which category would you like? Uh, world, national, local, sports, or entertainment? Let's do entertainment. All right, entertainment. And tonight, our game show host, sitting in for Putin is one Tommy Bateman. All right. Entertainment is fill in the blank. Formerly fat actress Kirstie Alley has lost 55 pounds and plans to lose 25 to 30 more. What famous weight loss program did she use to slim down? Uh, I don't know. Uh, slim fast. Sorry. It's, a, it's a... Beat it. 
Jenny Craig, right? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Didn't she talk about that on her show and everything? Um, I think she talked about it on Oprah. But you know, I have those clips somewhere. I think on the show, like, they're trying to get her to do Jenny Craig ads, and that's she was getting all crazy about it. Oh, you're right. On mm. Fat Actress, the actual show. You're right. Okay. Uh, Sly in the hideout on Royal Radio. Ladies first. Uh, which category do you like? World, national, local, or sports? Uh, local. All right, here's local news with Bateman. Now, um... Just to let you know, this is a Bateman twist on the game show. It's uh, true or false. Larry Robertson said he just snapped when he killed his wife. True or false, he killed her by poisoning her over a six-month period. Oh. Ah. What was that? True. True? Sorry, that's false. You don't know what the hell is going on. He waited for her outside a shower, hit her in the head with a baseball bat, and then strangled her with an electric cord. That happened here? Yeah, yeah, one of the local counties. Wow. They were married 25 years, and he recently started drinking again. Oh, man. I heard W started drinking again that... Watch out. Oh, boy. Uh, is this a chick? Line one, chunks. Ladies always first in the hideout. Chivalry. It's not dead. It's alive and well in the hideout. But donk donk. But donk donk. Hey, what's crapping in hideout? What's yeah. going on? All right, here we go. You got world, national, or sports. What you want? Uh, shit. No, you can't well, say that. Hold on. Hold on. What the hell's wrong with you? But donk it donk. <laughs> you know what? You lose your privileges, lady or not, because you don't speak like one. <laughs> Sailor. Driving a truck today? What's going on? <laughs> we asked you a simple question. Wow. You want world, national? Wow, crap. <laughs> My goodness. But donk a donk. Um, right, we got to wait for the delay to ramp back up. I'd like to wait outside her shower with a baseball no, bat. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I, would. Have you actually, have you thought out in depth how you'd like to kill somebody? It depends on the person. I actually, I don't really want to kill anyone. I just want to beat them so badly that they're crippled and have chronic pain the rest of their life. But not actual death. No, because that lets them off the hook. Oh, I got you. And then if I get mad, like, years later, I can just go kick their crippled ass again. <laughs> Mono and Titusville, you're in the hideout. You want world, national, or sports? Let's see. I'll try to keep it clean. How about sports? All right, here's sports with uh, Bateman. Which controversial athlete has just been accused of assaulting a cameraman outside a nightclub in Sao Paulo, Brazil? A, Dennis Rodman. B, Mike Tyson. C, Ron Artest. Or D, Charles Barkley. Let's go with Rodman. Sorry, you don't know what the hell is going Whatever Putin says, you have no clue about the world around you. It's Mike Beat Tyson. It. Scram. Mike Tyson was, what, out of the club? and Yeah, and apparently like shoved some cameraman that got in his face, according to the cameraman. You know, that that doesn't seem that bad to me. If you just shove a cameraman out of your face, they are, they are really infringing on, you know... You and uh, your, you know, just personal space. If you want to push him back a little bit, there shouldn't be a problem with that. And could you imagine, too, if you're just going places constantly, getting photos taken of yourself? And he's Mike Tyson. It's not like, you know, he went all out on you. He pushed you. He could have done a lot worse to you. I don't know. I've seen him fight lately. I don't even think he could beat you up. Well, thank you. Well, that was more a comment on him. Oh. Stephanie in the hideout. You ready to play? I sure am. All right, Stephanie. Here we go. Uh, you want world or national news? Uh, let's go with national. Here's national news abatement. And my second favorite story of the day. 
A Hillside, Michigan, write-in mayoral candidate, Michael Sessions, beat incumbent Doug Ingalls by two votes. How old is Michael Sessions? A, 18, B, 28, C, 78, or D, 88? Uh, let's go with 28. You have no clue about the world around you. This is actually in our own neighborhood, J-Dubs, Hillsdale, Michigan. Yep. 18-year-old kid. 18-year-old kid, uh, still in high school, now mayor of Hillsdale. Yeah, he uh, beat the guy 670 votes to 668 in a population <laughs> of 8,200. And it said he what used, a turnout. <laughs> right. said he used the $700 he made from a summer job to fund his campaign, mainly going door-to-door and putting up signs in the neighborhood. And he was a write-in, wasn't he? He wasn't even on the ballot. Yeah, he yeah. was a write-in candidate. One person even wrote in 18-year-old kid. Did it count? Yeah. Nice. You never hear that working. You know what I mean? Of the yeah. writing candidate. The writing candidate usually just gets you a little more steam for the year, the next year, you know? And what if you're that dude, the other guy who loses, <laughs> knowing that it seems like he won by two votes? So you basically lost because of the goof vote. If the guy who had just written 18-year-old kid didn't go to the polls... Yeah, I, well, imagine if uh, that kid wasn't running, because I'm sure he brought a lot of people out to the polls for him. What, would there have been only 500 votes a whole, uh, for the whole 8,000 uh, population? Yeah, I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, no one else would have shown up. And what a crap town Hillsdale is, oh, by yeah. the way. That guy's probably won every time off to just off default. Yeah. Well, Mark in Orlando, you're left with world news. All right, buddy? What up? All right, here we go. Here's Bateman. All right, this is true or false. A Boeing company... Jet just broke the record for the longest nonstop flight by a commercial jet with a flight from London to Hong Kong. True or false? False. Sorry, that's true. <laughs> the jet arrived in London today from Hong Kong after 22 hours and 43 minutes in the air. Did you just sweep them? No one won? Yep. Tommy wow. Bateman. I, didn't even I don't really... know if we should cheer for that. I don't know. It's, I kind, didn't... it's kind of impressive when it goes either way. Yeah, but, you know, the... This one is impressive just because I don't, I didn't find them all to be overly difficult or you know not gettable. Yeah, I, I wasn't really trying to make them super hard. I yeah. think I think the part of it is that Bateman's just very intimidating. Well, true or false? Fifty fifty. By the way, Bateman. Yeah. Thank you for showing up to snack time. <laughs> now maybe more people know who you are around the building. I was. I want to, you to uh, do something uh, for me, Bateman. I want you to go up to Stedman and shake his hand. Who? Tell him Stedman. Who's that? Shannon Burke show, you moron. Oh, the baby guy. Yeah, he has a baby. Go shake his hand because he's never met you. Doesn't even know what you look like. I've walked past him several times. And that's the problem. You haven't introduced yourself. We're new here still. I said hi to Cabin Boy today. Yeah, well, say hi to Stedman. You guys are both running the talk and roll controls. Yeah, you guys share the same seat. Yeah, exchange war stories about that profit system. (laughs) <laughs> it's awful. It messes up once every month. See, that's a good conversation starter. It really doesn't, though. It's actually pretty good. Hey, that, don't you hate the hosts? The hell? Working for those pricks. See? You guys have something in common. You hate who you work for. Take a break. You don't know that. Hey, I'm just saying I was a producer once. Yeah, they I, I love Ron and Fez to death, but there's days I went home hating them. Oh, yeah. There's always that. Yeah, that always happens. And you always have war stories of something they've done. 
Now, if I have nothing against Shannon, and I'm sure Tommy has plenty of us. Uh, Austin, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, we get Don and Mike over in Tampa, and the other day they replayed, nice. they replayed the show of J-Dubs getting his Indianapolis tattoo put on his back. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, it was very funny. Oh, well, thank that, you. that's all. I, got, let him, make him tell the story. It was pretty funny. All right, right on, Austin. Thank you, oh, man. That, that was the, almost a year ago, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. It was just about a year. What, uh, what's, well, it was the uh, Thanksgiving game, so a couple weeks from now will be a year. Yeah. Um. What What, what station are Don and they're Mike on They're around Tampa? the bus, 10-10 the they're bus. On, uh, yeah, they're on 1010. All right. All right, right on, Austin. Appreciate that, my friend. Don and Mike, what is it, donandmikewebsite.com? Yep. Our buddies. Um, so Dubs makes a bet with, uh, if anybody's ever seen Dubs' back, he's got a tattoo of Indianapolis on his back and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Maybe and a- actually, this Monday, I'm going to get a tattoo on my ass of uh, the Buccaneers on the Ryan Fez Show XM202. So Monday, if you uh, own an XM, go over to 202 from... Uh, 11 to 2, I'll be over on the Ron and Fez show. And so uh, you and Don Geronimo made a bet uh, about who would win the Thanksgiving Day game, the Lions or the Colts? In my defense, the Lions usually, usually play a lot better and uh, can really pull off a, a good win on Thanksgiving. They're playing in the Colts, and last year the Colts were even more steamrolling than they are right now. Oh, no, they're they're more steamrolling today. Well, than offensively though. Offensively, yes. I mean, Peyton Manning was insane last year. Yeah, last year. <laughs> and so, and it was so great because I spent Thanksgiving with you and your chick, and it was an awful Thanksgiving. Yeah, the you, power went out. It was just terrible. And so you're sitting in my apartment in Silver Spring, Maryland, and the Lions are getting their asses handed to mm. them. There's nothing that can save him. And then you went out to go in there and get your tattoo back mm-hmm. with Don. Oh, it's so funny. And now you, and you refuse to learn your lesson. Monday, we're going up. New York, like you said, XM202, Ron and Fez. And you're getting the Buccaneer Bruce on your ass. Mm-hmm. Forever being known as a butt pirate. All right, we're going to take a break and come back. Mo. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. I like the way you do that. It's a good. It's a hideout real radio one zero four point one. Thursday night in the hideout real radio one zero four point one half band dubs. Very late. Wow. How far are we behind? We're, we got. We're well, when should we be coming back? Right now. All like, I know is we're, time two, we're two commercial breaks late again. Oh, my. What happened, Tommy? Why are we so late? I My I arms know. get tired from making the breaking sign. I don't know what happens without Putin back there, but he, yeah, he's a Velcro back there that keeps it together. <laughs> yeah, we haven't been late this entire past two weeks at all. No. That's what I'm saying. Can't wait to talk to my best friend Stedman about this. Exactly. Because in radio, we have certain times where you're supposed to take your commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. We have not done that tonight. To us, they're more of like loose suggestions. <laughs> Very loose tonight. So we should be taking a break we're, at about nine thirty. We're supposed to take right now four breaks an hour. Four breaks an hour. Four commercial breaks an hour. Yeah. You're coming up on another one in a minute. And all right, side up, real radio, one hundred four point one. Essentially, we've done three breaks an hour all night. Oops. Dale in the hideout on real radio. What's up, Dale? 
Hi, how's it going, guys? I just wanted to tell all the Marines out there happy birthday. Yeah, and today is the uh, the birthday of the Marine Corps, right? Yes, sir. Are you a Marine? Yes, sir. Uh, well, outstanding. How are the Marines the best uh, out of our armed forces? Uh, it's all the same team, man, but uh, we like to think so. Yeah, that's what it, that's it. There's that's, a there's a uh, strong pride with every uh, branch. Right, right. Although the Army doesn't seem as prideful as the Marines. I don't know. The Army the Army seems pretty prideful as well. It's the Air Force I uh, I find a little bit uh, lacking the pride. You know what? I'm gonna have to agree with you. The, what do you think about? I mean, of course, like you said, we're on the same team. Right. If, if, you know, we always say that the Air Force got the easiest job, but you know, you you got you got people from every from every branch that do their own thing, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, they all got to take pride in their job. And if they don't, then that's on them, you know. Yeah, so, and then but, and it's the what is it? The weakest link in the chain. You're only as strong as your weakest link, exactly. or whatever. So, all right, well, exactly. Dale, there it is. Happy 230th to all the guys out there. Outstanding. Thank you, my friend. We had a lot of Marines who uh, listen to the hideout, too. Mm-hmm. Marines, ex-Marines, Marine recruiters. And, um, Dubs, if you were going to go into a branch of the armed forces, what are you going into? Almost went to the Marines. Came that close. You? Yeah. I was uh, talking to a recruiter for about two weeks, two or three weeks about it. What What made you say I'm not going? Um, I, I just decided that I was going to try this radio thing out. That's hmm. not really working out for you. No, I'm really failing terribly at it. So, Marines, uh, come on knocking. Would you go now? If I want, if I if I truly wanted to be a Marine, yeah. Now's the best time. You already get your head shaved. Exactly. Yeah, you do look like a jarhead. No, a jughead. And I'll pull my pants down and show you. What? Hmm? What the hell is that? <laughs> Leave the tattoo across your cheek. Aww. Come on. It's loving. I think I'd go in the Air Force, because like he said, I always wanted to fly planes, too. Finally, you seem like a kind of Navy guy. No. What? Why would you say that? Well, I don't no, no. Yeah, nothing. No well, reason. I don't think I'd want to be in the Navy. I hmm. think I'd want to Get be the in the Get the sale of seven seas. You know the song. Village people. Should what the hell? Ha- no, what? All right, we're going to take a break. I don't even understand. All right, let's you take will. a break and come back. All right, let's punish those girls in the corner for talking while we're on the radio. Having a little conversation. Yeah, like we can't hear you. Yeah, SFG. I was just going to say, you know, um, if you're going to be in the military, you guys could bust out some Robin Williams type thing and do a uh, Good Morning Vietnam type stuff, you know? Do the military na- uh, radio thing. Yeah, can we be shock jocks in the military? Yeah. You can be in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Gay. We like man meat, yes we do. Okay. I have to pee. Oh. Well, Playing water. Why? KC, we need a hand. <laughs> Did you say gay C? No, KUC, we need oh. a hand. Oh. They were so flamboyant. I mean, like. What, that has to be the biggest embarrassment of the Navy. That song has to just. Oh, take a chair. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Hey, 
<laughs> Which team is he talking about? Mo. Mo, 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 Mo. I just, again, I know we've talked about it so many times. It's just so ironic when you're at a sporting event and you have all these people doing the YMCA dance. Yeah. And they just have no idea of what it is. They, like, probably hate gay people. And so they're sitting there with their babies going through the YMCA dance. 5,000. Can't you see we need a hand? So great. Yeah, fella. Mo. Alright, hold on, let's get to Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I'm gay. Mr. Miyagi, what's up? What's going on, guys? What you got, dude? Hey, with all this homo stuff going on, <laughs> I heard the girls in the background laughing. I was wondering if there's any chance to maybe they'll take their tops off for you guys. I think um Melissa's gonna do it. Oh yeah? Yeah. I, yeah. I got a yeah. great top off? Nice. I'm glad you've agreed to it. Thank I got you. a great song for it too. What's that? Alright, we're gonna make how about this? How about do the YMCA with the boobs and they kind of just... Can we do that? They're big enough. The YMCA dance with their boobies or she does it topless. The YMCA dance. All right, we'll take a a break. We'll come back and we'll have her do that. (laughs) They're huge, too. What size are those? They've got to be double Ds. Nice. Double D? Wow. Like, hold on. Let me uh, stand up for a second. Take your sweater off. Yeah, what what are you covering those things up for? It's 76 degrees. Take your sweater off. Don't be stupid. All right, let's see. I take it off. I can't say I got to... Whoa. Right, they want to come out. So that... Yeah, they're I'll... fighting to get out of that shirt. Right, 36 double D? 32. yeah, I'd say, yeah. Wow. I was going to say 34. All right, damn it. I don't don't put the sweater back on. You're about to take everything off. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. Yes, you are. And we gotta look at your buttons too. Right. <laughs> lick your buttons. All right, we take mm-hmm. a break. We'll come back. I don't know. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I want to see what they sound like when you like slap them together with the microphone. Ruby yeah. Ruby I, I want to suction cup two handles onto them and just back them yeah. together. <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, It'll be like lunch in the third grade, milk time. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming down the home stretch on a Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, reminding you tomorrow on. Uh, Friday night's the open door policy from 10 to 11. Come on up and hang out in the hideout. The only people who are allowed early, hideout pass holders, and that's Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes, who we've known since our days in D.C. with Ron and Fez on the formerly mighty WJFK. <laughs> <laughs> the about to be really, uh, and really if everything bleak. that I'm hearing is going yeah. on, oof. Um, but in the meantime, J-Dubs, uh, because they're such good friends, they've brought in gifts. Uh, gift specifically for you. For me? I guess, uh, Dookie Tarantino, what is this? Well, it's, we understand that you only have one cat. We have mm-hmm. two cats ourselves. Okay. And, and they need somebody else to play with. They can't be alone all day. Okay. And so we brought a friend 
Is that a cat skull? Why, it certainly is. And if you feel, the teeth are actually loose on it. Feel that one fang that's hanging down a little bit. And if you kind of jiggle it around a little bit, you'll be able to hear there's still a little bit of dried brains inside there. That is disgusting. So we found oh, a friend for Sadie Lou. That's creepy. Right. Where did you get this from? I, I found it. I was clearing stuff out on the back end of our property when we moved into this new place that we have, and it was buried in the bushes. Did you clean there. this at all? I, I boiled it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I boiled it. All right, let me see it, Doves. I don't want to touch it because I no, don't feel the teeth. You got to touch it. Yeah. You can touch it. It's all right. No our way. Cats it's been boiled. With Go it's ahead. Been sterilized. Yeah. It's been boiled. Grab it with your hand. I have a picture of my cat licking the skull. Your, oh. cat was, your cat was actually licking the skull? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he'll take it and smack it off of the coffee table. And <laughs> all, right, play there, with it. all right, there's actually a little note. There, there, to Sadie Lou, with love from Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes. I, that's disgusting. As I, <laughs> as I look at this thing, this is what you uh, love so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's little chompers. <laughs> this is awful. It's awesome. Cats it's are so cute. cute. It's a cat skull. That's disgusting. Cats are so dirty. Look at it with the little baby teeth up front. You can still see it still has like turn a... It, turn it upside down and look the two little holes there. Where yeah, the you can see the brain still in there. Yeah. Yeah. You can still see like... What a, the... Ugh. There's some brains inside and there's some like sore nose gunk <laughs> inside. Yeah. Cat's love. This is, this is what your cat is. Are you going to take it home? No. <laughs> it better. It was a gift. Let's I'll say, keep it. I'll keep it on my desk. But I ain't taking it home to show Miss Lou. <laughs> Why not? I love it. It's her friend. Now, let me ask you. Does it make you sad to know that one day she's going to end up like this? <laughs> well, so are we. Yeah, but just think of your cat. Maybe next week if we're lucky. No. She's never going to die. She's eternal. All those times you've pet her right on the top of the skull. Now you can see what like all those little... Like you pet her right there in between the, the ears. Are. You guys are some sick, sick, <laughs> depraved bastards. <laughs> I didn't do this. They did. I it's want, not like we did that to the cat. I want you to hold it in your hand. I'm not touching it. Hold it in your hand. No. Do it. No. I'm not going to be somebody. This Scratch thing is dirty. Nose. <laughs> You're so Give it a little kissy. I'm not kissing nothing, dude. You're the one that loves cats. In fact, I'm allergic. I'm starting to sneeze. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of dander left on that one. You're getting itchy. Get it away from me, dude. <laughs> Stop. That's awful. <laughs> See, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze from it, man. Look at From now on, I'm keeping this in my car, and just whenever you don't expect it, you're going to get a cat bite. <laughs> <laughs> I heard she boiled it and put it somewhere bad, where a carrot's gone. <laughs> nice. Does it smell like Sadie Lou? No. Right, what if you got home and there was a headless Sadie Lou? And, that actually, got problems. and then that actually was Sadie Lou. <laughs> Problems or we would all laugh? Are you getting the brains out of there? I wonder what this is. It doesn't really feel like bone that much. Is it a gland? It, no, so if you look at the little holes right there, that's mm. where the, the ear canal goes in. Ah, okay. Look at Dr. Doogie over here. Yeah. You guys know all about this, huh? Did you guys sacrifice it at the altar at one of your no-pants parties? No. no. What, was this the only part you found? or did yes. you find like the it was, That was the only piece. Which kind of makes me think that somebody put it there. Or, yeah, I don't think it or some animal, yeah. uh, you know, carried half uh, How of do it. you even know it's a cat, then? 
Oh, it's definitely a cat. Uh, compare it, yeah. If we yeah, have two cats the... at home, you can put it right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> I dubs, you guys are sick. I dubs, you know what? You're the one who, and we haven't, we don't have the pictures yet, by the way, of you dressing up your cat in a lion outfit. Yes. Why you don't you put that on its head? You like... know what? I was thinking that. You know, kind of do like a uh, uh, army of darkness thing. You know, like just kind of put the skull on top of his head, and it look like uh, evil Bruce. You know what you could do too. Like if there's a certain place where you don't want her going, like the leather couch, <laughs> you get a little pencil and put that uh, skull on the top of it, and it's just a marker of hey, stay away. <laughs> or this will happen to you. Bones. Right. All right, that's uh. This is creepy. Why don't you? Cute. Why don't you autograph it? And then we can put that on eBay. <laughs> we'll just have a whole. I don't di- think you can sell this on eBay. Why not? Why not? Hurricane wind. You can sell a kitty skull. I don't know if it's legal, like, without it being completely cleaned out of brains and everything. Nah, it's fine. I tried. I boiled it. It's been sterilized. It didn't come out. <laughs> like, there were still brains in there? Yes. Wait, come here. I look, had to knock them back in look, before yeah. we gave it to them because look they were falling the out. Nose. Look right into the nose there. Oh, the nose, too? Yeah. Well, it's it's like dried cartilage. No, look it straight on, like eye to eye. I had to knock them back in because they were falling out. Oh, don't put it on my notebook, you crazy! I almost called you the c word. Is that brains? No, no, no. That's like nose and hair and tendons and stuff. All right, we got to take a break. Get that away from me, you animal. Seriously. No cat bite. Cat bite. I'll, cat bite. I'll you. I'll pu- Get it away! Get it away! Ah! Take a break. We come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, again, thank you to uh, Pizzeria Uno, Chicago Bar and Grill. Hooking us up for the greatest snack time in the history of the Clear Channel uh, Radio Company. Topper and John over there at the uh, it's the Uno over uh, off of University Boulevard near UCF. You and I, I haven't really been out there near campus. Yeah, that was the first time I ever went out there, so. They got the whole, like, the, all the flags, the UCF flags I, everywhere. I don't know wh- why you have to bring up any sexual orientation. A flag. F-L-A-G. Oh, oh okay. And it was it's always so odd to go to a part of town or a place where you... Yeah, you've, you've been here for quite a few months, but you still haven't really been all around. I wonder, too, is it okay for us to go party with, like, in that part of town? Like, like college can... people? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I don't know. Maybe we're a little old. 25. I'm good. You're not. No, I'm fine. You're the one running out of a Marilyn Manson concert. Yeah, like because it was gay. Because you're <laughs> an old man. What if you're the one who turned him on to me, essentially? Ew. For the most part. Hey, by the way, you and I are going to New York this weekend. Mm-hmm. Have we decided where we're staying Saturday night yet? No, we have no idea where we're staying Saturday night. You want to talk about it? On the streets, I guess. Yeah, so we have a hotel room for Sunday night and Monday night because Dubs is going up to pay off his tattoo bet mm-hmm. with Ron and Fez on XM202. But there's no place to stay on Saturday night. And so we, we've we been thinking, all right, we could go and do like an all-night bender kind of thing and just walk around town and party, maybe find a diner, do that. Or we could just not leave the airport. The safest thing could be sitting at the airport all night long. Find a bar in the in the in the airport, get drunk and then pass that on the floor somewhere. All right, yeah, uh, snatchy cakes. 
my friends when I lived in Baltimore they used to like take random trips up to New York and they were always poor so what they would do is they would go out and do like an all night bender but when they needed like a couple hours of sleep they'd go and pay for a movie and then they'd sleep in the movie theater for two hours it cost them like eight dollars they got a little bit of sleep and then they could go off and party that's some more. not a bad idea is there, are it's there, a little uncomfortable but you the, get some rest are the movie theaters 24 hours and everything I believe um, some of them yeah well, at least the good ones right the only thing is we walk around town knowing nothing. Yeah, we have no idea of anything. Are the subways there 24 hours? I believe so. I, I highly recommend taking the path train out to Hoboken at about 4 in the morning, which Don't is what we did the last the time we went to visit Ron and Fez. It, it's the most scary experience you'll ever have in your life. There's, like, people smoking various different substances, wandering around, punching things. It's... <laughs> ah, the, it's ah, the big fantastic. city. Take the path train to Hoboken now. Ah, the big city. Wow, Dubs, what do we do then? I'm on, I'm a puss, I'm with you, I'm thinking we hang out in the airport. <laughs> we hang out at LaGuardia. Yeah, until LaGuardia Sat- of all of them, too. Until Saturday. Well, you guys until Sunday. make friends easily. You guys can find a group of guys to show you around town where the local like ATMs are, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That worked well last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got d- robbed. Dubs got mugged. He was in New York City for hours and got Three mugged. Three hours. Taken for all mugged. his money as ATM. Got mugged and came back. It was, uh, it was an experience. What are we going to do? What if we die? What if we die Saturday night? Have you thought about that? <laughs> we, we got die. best of <laughs> Mixtapes. We could just go up to Harlem. You want to wear a sign? I'll make a sign for you. You make a sign for me. We just walk around Harlem. <laughs> like with Tuttle up there? Yeah. When he had to do that? Or yeah, Die Hard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll make a creative one up for you. No, thank you. Uh, you know what LaGuardia it is. <laughs> we'll get ourselves Can you control. stay at the airport overnight? Like, for an entire... But the funny thing is, we uh, get there at, like, 7 a.m. on Saturday. Or we're we're going to get there at 7, like, 9 a.m. on Saturday. No, no, we're not. We're get, we leave at, like, 7.30. We're going to get there at, like, 9.30. No, but I thought... Well, no, we're connecting, though. Oh, are we? Yeah, we won't get there till the afternoon. Nice. Sweet connections. But if you think, yeah, I know. The one time you wanted connections. But you're right. If you think about it, we'll be there in the early afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. It's we're going to be in the air for, airport for 24 hours. No, we won't be there for 24 hours if we aren't getting there till the afternoon because we'll leave the airport at like 8 a.m. and go to our hotel. All right, Matt Albert sent me a uh, a website, sleepinginairports.net. <laughs> How tos? Are we going into LaGuardia or JFK? LaGuardia. Damn it, because here are the most slept-in airports. JFK uh, in New York is number 10. How poor are we that we can't even get a hotel room? we got to sleep at the damn airport. I don't even think that's an issue. Uh, like, all the, uh, the, like the hotel we're staying at the other two nights is booked up solid that night. It's New York City. There isn't a, uh, no. a hotel anywhere. Flop one. Oh, man. All right, we're in trouble. I'm going to look at... Right, I'm going to take a break and come back. Let me see if I can find LaGuardia on there and see what... Like, what, like how late is the bar open? 
I would imagine until yeah, 2. Yeah, I think it's 4 a.m. there. I'm pretty sure it's No, but here. like in the airport. No, in the airports, usually I think it's like 11. What? Yeah. Well, it depends on it depends on if there are 24-hour flights there or not. Well, I don't know because like I used to go to Chicago all the time and O'Hare is like 24 hours. That's a really big, mm-hmm. that's like one of the biggest airports and their bars closed down, I believe, at like 10, 30 or 11. Oof. Yeah, it's, it sucks. All right, now... uh but they reopen at like 7 a.m., which is awesome. All right, Burn, you can get drunk. Burn Trail says, just go to Fez's house. Yeah, we were playing. Here's what, here was what, here was our plan. <laughs> we were gonna go to Fezzy's. We're, well, well, I was gonna call him up, see him where he's watching the uh, Notre Dame game, and then just not leave. You know, just uh, hey, I uh, want to hang out longer, and finally just pass on his couch. Yeah, and just fall asleep. I will right, take a break. I'm gonna tell you about what it's like sleeping in LaGuardia, Dubs. Oh, you found it? Yeah. <laughs> We're in trouble. I can sleep anywhere. <laughs> Take a break. Come back. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1, 407 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs and I going on an adventure this weekend to New York City, going to hang out with Ryan Fez Monday on XM202 as Dubs gets his tattoo bet paid off with uh, Fezzy for that Lions versus Tampa Bay game. And I'm on this website, sleepinginairports.net. Then you get a Matt Albert who hooked it up. And it doesn't look good. I'm seeing things like one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> well, th- no one's going to write anything positive in there. Well, that's not true. There are a couple. They're telling you where exactly to sleep. Like this person says in LaGuardia, uh, Gate 11 of U.S. Air Terminal. Fine experience, get your pretzel and drinks or whatever early because everything closes up early. Oh, no. That's not, that doesn't. That's not what we were looking for. We were looking for a little bar or something. Looks like we're going to have to Hit a go out. Store. You know what we're going to have to do? Hmm. Stay there for as long as we can, as long as we can handle it, and then go out. And then we'll be fresh to go out and hang out all night. All right, Tommy, get the 888 numbers. Maybe we have some friends listening on realradio.fm that want to put us up. All right, what if we have some listeners? Because we have a lot oh, of no. listeners in New York. Do you want to go stay at a listener's house? Well, I know we have like, some uh, firefighters out there. Put us up in the firehouse. I'll stay there. Do you there. think we could stay at a firehouse? Is that even allowed? I think so. That would be an honor to stay at a New York firehouse. Go down there. Slide down the pole. Yeah. And then we'll, you know, do that brass thing, too. All right, they said that CNN is on full blast until 3 a.m. And then, like, the vacuum cleaner, so it's, like, nearly impossible to sleep. And this one person's on here saying they're five foot four, mm-hmm. and they were cramped Oof. all night. So this is uh, something that people try to pull off a lot. All right, Burn Trail says, is Burn Trail in New York or is he in D.C.? I want to say he's in D.C., but he says the hotels right around the airport are a little bit cheaper than the city if we really want a place. You just want to split a hotel? I think that that wouldn't be a problem. 
I, it, we'll we'll go out there. Should we book it early? And just show up. You don't find like a, a bench seat in the airport and spoon together or anything. We may have to. Well, I mean, no matter what, I'm sure the bed won't be big enough where we won't have to spoon anyway. Oh man, what if we have to share a bed? Oh, we'll deal with it. That's sexy. Or if someone pays ten bucks more on the uh, room and they get the bed and the other person gets the floor. All right, Burnt Trails in Jersey. Why don't you invite us over then? Come pick us up and we'll stay at your place. You've been eyeing the show for more than a year now. Yeah. We're close enough. Yeah, pick us up from uh, LaGuardia. If you want to have a stay at your place, get a personal hideout for Saturday night, the old Saturday night show, 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041. I would call Mikey D, but I don't feel like being creeped out for more than two hours. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Stay at Mikey D's place. All right, Petrol, we got an offer. He stays in Union City, Jersey, two and a half miles away from Times Square. Says you're welcome to crash there for free if we want. All right, Chunks, is this person on the up and up? Is it a dude or is it a chick? It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't know, but he gave me a cell phone number. All right, keep that. Dubs, you want to do it? Come on, yeah. you sissy. Yeah. Why would you, have you... To, you have to take us out and uh, show us the town too. You don't have to pay for anything. Just you know, show us a show us a little of the area. We'll go out and drink that night. All right, chunk. Save all that info. Right, I closed the window by accident. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm just you? kidding. I got it written down. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna stay at a listener's place. Hey, call them. Can you call? Are you calling them now? Hmm. Hey, let's talk to them. All right, hold on. All right, go get, get them on the, on the phone. phone. Uh, is this a good time to take a break and get caught up? Yes. All right, let's take a break. Are we still way behind, or is this catching us up? If we take this one right now without him going to a phone call like he usually does, we should be all right. Oh, okay. like it's all my fault. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and let's let's talk to uh, the person who we're staying with in New York for the first time. All right, this ought to be fun. Maybe we can start a bidding war. Bidding. Now they're going to pay us? Just be happy that one person's allowing our ugly asses to sleep there. That's going to be really cool. Should we take a uh, mini disc player and like, record our adventures in New York? You think it would be worth it or no? If it gets stolen, Catherine will kill us. If it gets stolen, we just won't come back. How about that? Or crushed on something? Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. 407 The Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Thursday night in the Hideout, coming down the home stretch, 407-916-1041 and triple eight nine seven and one oh four one. I always feel like kinda like uh we're running some kind of business in here because it's always like just like kind of a cycle of people coming in and out, but we're still sitting here working the counter. Yeah, that is true when you think about mm-hmm. it. You like that or no? I do. Yeah, like it's yeah, you're right. They come over, they hang out for a couple hours, and yet mm-hmm. you and I are still here. Mm-hmm. We're the two guys who never go home. And sometimes it's kind of like, I wish I could go drink. 
Yeah, but, can, can we can we go with you to go drink with the hot chicks, please? Yeah. All right, this is Eric from Jersey, uh, listening on RealRadio.fm. We're going to New York this weekend, mm-hmm. and we need a place to stay Saturday night. Sunday and Monday, we're good. But Saturday, we got nothing. We were thinking about sleeping at LaGuardia. <laughs> Eric stepped up to the plate. Eric. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? How you doing, man? Doing all right. Um, So are you serious that you would let us crash at your place on Saturday? Yeah, totally serious. I got a one-and-a-half bedroom. Um, Pretty easy to get to from LaGuardia, too. Really? Now, um, let me ask you the Like, it would be kind of awkward. I don't know. Would it be weird just having us crash there? Nah, dude. I know you're good. All right. Yeah, but what? A, like, we don't know you're good. <laughs> no, you're not gonna worry about me. <laughs> what? What's your? I mean, you don't have to tell us a whole bunch about you, but just like, what's your story, real fast? I'm a single guy. I'm uh, mid thirties. Just uh, moved here about five years ago. I live alone. Got two cats. If that's cool. Oh, dude, you that's know. Right. Actually, I actually I'm allergic to cats. Oh well, you'll have to tough it out. You want me to take some Claritin? Yes. All right, maybe I'll take Claritin. Is it Claritin or? Mugadin. Or, or what do you want? Or LaGuardia? <laughs> yeah, LaGuardian. Um, I'm gonna ask you this straight up. You're not a serial killer, are you? No, sir. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> have you ever killed anyone in your life? I've never killed anyone. Have you ever dug up your own mother? No, she's alive. <laughs> okay. All right. So she, I'm, will she cook for us? <laughs> no, I don't live with my mom, dude. <laughs> no, I'm saying though, if we could, if we could get her to. Were you from originally? So you just moved up there? I'm actually from Chicago. All right, oh, all right, cool. cool. All right, well, Dubs, what do you think, man? We crashed with Eric. I'm down with that. All right, what a what a party it is, you and I. And what are we gonna do, Eric? Oh shit! Um, oh, hold on, you can't say that. Sorry, man. That's all right. I can't say that. Yeah, not on this radio. Um, no, we will. We'll find something. Yeah, I'm sure. Or even if we're hanging out watching a television, whatever, watch TNT, order some pizzas. <laughs> well, we'll bring you into Manhattan. All right, that could be a blast. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we got your info. And uh, we'll give you a call. It's not too tough to get uh, to your place from LaGuardia? No, it's really easy. Once you're in Manhattan, you just uh, hop on a bus through the tunnel. All right. Perfect. Oh, hey, dude, we really appreciate it, my friend. That's cool. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. All right, right, man. Thank you, man. Nice people out there. It really is. Mm -hmm. Are you nervous at all? No. The only nervous part about it is the uncomfortableness of it. It's going to be really awkward. Just because, you know... It's not uncomfortable because it's a listener or anything. It's, it's uncomfortable because you, you don't know the people, and you're just going, uh, what do we talk about? 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 What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? At least we'll be together, though. When he stabs you. What, are we thumbing Louise now? Yes. <laughs> we'll hold my hand while we go off this big cliff we call the sleep with the listener? Wow, man. Is this a little too much, or do we stay at LaGuardia? <laughs> do we throw down the 219 for the Marriott over there that Burn Trail says he found? I'm at a crossroad. I don't know what to do. <clears throat> Is that for two people, 219? Yeah, it's all the same. You lie. Oh, you yeah. just say have a buddy coming out. Whoever, whoever tells them, yeah, it's two people, do they charge you more if you do? Sometimes. Well, then, yeah, you say it's one person. What are they going to do, come and check? All right, we'll figure it out, man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sleep in the airport, though. Yeah, I mean, if, it's if there's a 24-hour airport while stuff is going on there 24 hours, I wouldn't care. Yeah? And here's the thing. Worst case scenario, the guy kills us. <laughs> Whatever, we're dead. Well, then what? We don't have to go to work on Tuesday. 
You don't have to get that tattoo of Bucko Bruce on your yeah, ass. Yeah, I don't want to be buried with that. If um, if JFK is so nice to stay at, why don't you just take a bus to JFK and stay there <laughs> instead of yeah, instead of staying at LaGuardia? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay there. All right, Dubs. What about this? Matt Albert brings up a good point. You're gonna, f- we're gonna feel like we're gonna need to be on the whole time. Yeah. Like we have to do the hideout for a full 24 hours. I never feel like that. Not even when we're on the air. I never feel like I have to be on. Yeah, we just essentially see. <laughs> for the last 30 minutes, we've been seeing if we could find a listener to help. Uh, we we could crash at their place. Such poor bastards. All right, he's got a website. He goes, you're cracking me up, dude. There's no pressure. You don't have to put on a show for me. All right, he sent us a picture. Maybe we can tell whether or not we want to stay in this place okay, or not. Okay, let's take a look at that. We're going to have to sit there like it's through the whole Saturday. Maybe we, we prep for the we prep for the uh, night. We just run a couple of bits, do some phone calls. Uh-oh, something about gasoline dreams. Hey, he looks like a normal dude. Doesn't he? I don't want to give this out on the web, on the air, so people know who he is. Dubs, what are we doing? <laughs> Seriously, what are we doing? Exploring rock bottom. It really is. People think we live the life of a rock star. <laughs> they have no idea. I wish we're, I- we're as poor and schmucky as anybody else out there. The poorest, most schmuckiest radio show in the nation. Funniest. On terrestrial. Yeah, I think you could tell our financial status just by summarizing the, the, the today's show. First off, we start off by bitching how we need to have somebody help us out with snack time to feed everyone. And we take the leftover food, which I know is probably going to last all four of us for about a week or so. And then you get to beg for a place to stay. So that you don't die I do. Is this? Let me ask you something, Dubs. Is this one of the lowest times in your life? Yeah. When you really, when you put it into that context? Yeah. And then we couldn't even get the chick nude. He has a lot of cats. Honestly, I'm a little worried about the cats. Has there been a couple times where I've gone over to people's places? And you sleep outside. Enjoy yourself. And my esophagus, like my windpipe, I can feel it like closing. Some on gonna, your head. Just say, open up one pipe, and you're fine. No, that doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break, Dubs. All right, he seems like a good enough dude. Worst case scenario, we go over there, and it's awkward, we leave. <laughs> hey, dude, we're going to go get some get some uh, bread. Unless he locks the door from the inside. Dude, you realize one of us has to sleep. With him. In shifts. Like... One's awake and the other one's. We can't both be asleep at the <laughs> same time. Indian style, back to back like it's nom. He's gonna pull a Pulp Fiction on you guys. Try back room. You are helping chunks. Invite over his buddy Zed. We're gonna get raped. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you laughed. Ouch. Nice. No! He seems like he's No! <laughs> I'm sure he's about yeah, to, all right. I'm sure he's taking away, to it. taking away the offer. <laughs> all right. 
We'll take a break. We'll come back. I may just I may just bite the bullet and not go. Well, how's that biting the bullet? I just may not go and like you know the money and leave me on the plane ticket and let you go by yourself. Maybe I can get transferred over to your chick's name. Or maybe she's take, not gonna go. Maybe take Tommy with you. Tommy, you want to go to New York? Yes. All right, I'll give I'd you... feel safer with Tommy. Oh hell yeah, I would. T- I'd feel safer with Tommy than you. Why? You're walking around New York getting mugged. I'm a tough guy. Look at him. He has pictures of his cat like you. You two can sit there and swap cat stories. Nice. Look at this. Aww. Now I do want to stay. Give that cat some loving. All right, you know, whatever. Hmm. All right, 407-916-1041, All right, this is our next to last show. <laughs> On Tuesday, we will... uh. Well, you'll just hear uh, someone, uh, like the news, get a hold of a Mavis recorder uh, and hear this all time. No! Ah! Ow! Stop! Alan and Wildwood, you're in the hideout. What's up, Alan? Hey. Mm-hmm. I uh, got a place, alternate place for you to stay if you don't want to stay at the uh, listeners. Uh-huh. And that's the YMCA on 42nd Street near the uh, United Nations building. They got private rooms there and showers. And it's inexpensive. You don't think there's a waiting line or anything for that? I don't think so. Huh. All right, the Y. Staying at the Y. Still have that, uh, that worry. Ah! All right. Oh! Oh! Let's just max out. Ah! Let's just max out a credit card. If I had one. Ow! Ah! All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Ah! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man, you guys are going to die. <laughs> it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Wrapping up the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Oh, boy. Chunks, this is your last uh, night in the hideout this week, right? And you'll be back uh, Tuesday night as well? Uh, yes, sir, I will, but I'll be alive when I come back. Where are you going? Going back to D.C. What are you doing up there? I'm just hanging out. Probably going to see some old friends. Might even stop by the Deuce Deuce. See oh, if I can do some internet radio. Or so, your old college radio station? Yeah. It's not even really a radio station. You just broadcast to the internet? Yeah. We lost our signal because uh, I guess uh, th- it was too strong, and it bounced off a satellite and hit and interrupted some lady's grand old Opry, and the FCC came and shut it down. Why don't you guys just lower the signal? Right, because they shut it down. They said we can't run any signal at all. What was it like doing college radio? It wasn't a lot of fun. Did you like it when you did it? Chunks? Me or Dubs? Uh, no, Dubs didn't do it. I didn't do college radio. Uh, I mean, it's cool. I'm not Bush League. It's it's cool because you have a little bit more freedom. You start to play certain songs and stuff like that, but you feel like there's not as much pressure, 
and I think it lets you explore a little bit more and try out different things like without without having to worry. But uh, it's actually it's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of cool people, and you know, it, it's a good release. Like if you know me, I wasn't getting laid. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm trying to tell a story here. Mo. Oh crap! Now here it goes, and it's gonna involve 14 year old job. Space, space, space. Hand. What the hell? Yeah. Just spacing it out. It's space, space. Just because you say space, space, space doesn't mean it. What? Actually does it. <sighs> I'm, t- I'm chatting with the guy online. And he seems really cool, actually. And he goes, he's really offering because he knows how expensive everything is. And he goes, you know, you guys seem cool. I'm just most concerned about being boring. Like, he's worried about him being a bore- being boring. Trust us, we are equally as boring as you probably off the air. We sit on our couch, pick our nose, and play video games. Yeah, let us see if we can take out some memory cards. <laughs> yeah, ask him if you got a big screen or anything like that. What amenities he's offering. <laughs> right. Tell me about cold beer waiting for when you get there. <laughs> Top off everything. Are we going to get drunk a lot? I don't know. Drink a lot? Yeah, you're on vacation in New York. You have to. Dubs is actually going up to get a tattoo. Well, alcohol is good for tattoos. No, it's not. It makes you bleed more. Well, yeah. You know. Ass. Yeah. Nah, I'm no doctor. Oh, good, because I almost mistaked you for one. I was thinking, I'm talking to a doctor right now. This guy is so smart. He has to be some kind of doctor. Thank you for clarifying. Is it going to hurt getting a tattoo on your ass? Oh, yeah. That, that skin's not tough at all. I mean, it's kind of just because you sit on it, but it's never been, like, you know, conditioned by the sun or anything. Oh, he goes, oh, crap, a small TV, and I sold my PS2. He did ask, what's, you your, cable? what's your favorite beer? All right, two questions. Uh, first of all, Miller Lite. Is that cool for beer? That's he fine. said he'd buy. And cable. Look at us. Like we have internet. Like, we have any room to negotiate. No, it's just a simple question, so... We yeah, uh, yes, cable. All right, dude, we're in. I say we take the mini-disc recorder, and we turn... And, uh... Eric becomes... Ah! Oh! Oh! I'm asking you to stop ah! that. Because if that is happening at some point, you if it does happen, you and I will be giggling just for a second, because we'll be thinking of that thing. Ah! I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Ah. Oh, cable internet. Mm. All right, perfect. I'm going to ask him this. Can you leave so we can (laughs) masturbate? (laughs) I'm a big burstard, burstard, burstard. I enjoy the company of a black man. He's a white dude. Is that okay with you? That's fine I with me. Enjoy the company of a black man. Right, he said he said he'll even leave so we can take care of business. All right, we found a new best friend. He's accommodating. Ask if you can do it on his bed. <laughs> no. All right, that wraps With his up. Cat sitting on our chest. Have you ever done that? No. You and, you kick, and Sadie Lou? I kick my cat out of the room. I go give her some treats in the living room. Run gonna- into my bedroom. Shut the door. You can have that cat skull there. And then the cat scratching on the walls. I was. Ah!
No! Bastard! Ah! 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 Ow! No! Oh man, that's bad. Okay. Okay. Starting to get used to it. Okay. Oh, man. All right already, man. Don't stare at it. Eat it, woman. Oh, no. What if he's just yelling at us, at us the whole time? <laughs> We're blindfolded. <laughs> handcuffed. Crying. <laughs> I'll give him a hideout Hummer. How's that for? Oh, come oh, on. Get the hell out of here. I'll pull your pants down and I'll eat it. Uh, yum, I, yum, yum, yum. All right, yum. hold on a second. If it comes down to any of that... You gotta do it, cause you're the gayest one out of the two of us. No. Yeah. You are definitely the gayest. No. You're the feminist. You're the one that wants so, to know what's like you're the, your woman. You're the one that's you're the, the homoerotic humor, dude. Exactly, cause I don't like it. What? What the hell? What happens if you if you go to the guy's door and then all of a sudden it's I have to pee. Oh no! Well then we're going back to LaGuardia. We're going to Brooklyn, staying under a bridge. All right, guys, we'll see you tomorrow. Wake up with our buddies, the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg, midday's Phillips, five in the afternoon with a hideout. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. We out, bitch. Hefe said he'd take a strap on once. No. Five thousand. No. No way. Five thousand. No. Five thousand. <laughs> No! That last guy sounded pretty gay. I'm a transsexual. I'm a sexy looking dude. No! I'll give him a hideout Hummer. Mo! I enjoy the company of a black man. Eat it, woman. I'm a nice man. I'm a very eat it, woman. I'm a nice man. No. I'm a transsexual. I'm a nice man. I'm a transsexual. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on the mud. Step on the mud. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.